there's sure to be fresh takes on Husker football. The lunch is preceded by the Doug and Natty Show, and then we'll get underway with your questions and comments shortly after noon. Wednesdays brought to you by Home Federal Bank, Cunningham's Journal, and Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, 1460 and 1550 AM. The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school football. Second and ten, they'll fake it to Klingsport. It's a naked bootleg here for Sis. Kennesaw bid on it. 30, 20, 10, touchdown. Parker Sis, untouched, goes 36 yards. This afternoon, it's a Fort Carney Conference clash next L as the Wildcats battle the Loomis Wolves. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. First down and 10 out of the I formation. The quarterback, Brian Hemley, turns, fakes, wants to throw the ball, throws it as far as he can. He's got his end. It is complete into the hands of Seth Beisner. 20, 10, 5. They can't bring the big fella down. Touchdown, and Loomis is on the board with a 42-yard strike from Hemley to Seth Beisner. Axtell dropped a heartbreaker in Rappo on the final play of the game on opening night, while Loomis plays their first game of the season today. It's the Wolves and Wildcats coming up next. But first, the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio's Doug Duda live from Axtell right after his word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from Axtell. It is a early start to our Labor Day weekend with some Friday football homecoming style here in D2 as the Wildcats welcome in the Loomis Wolves in an old Fort Carney Conference rivalry. Doug Duda, along with our producer-engineer Merritt Lawson, ready to bring you a lot of football today. In all, we've got five games on our Platte River Radio group of stations. After our game here this afternoon, we'll split 1460 and 1550 and have the Kearney Catholic Grand Island Central Catholic on 1460. Hastings High and Schuyler will be on 1550. Also, uh, after this, I'll head down the road to Minden as the Whippets take on Gibbon. That'll be on Classic Hits 98-9. And then the big game tonight in C2, number one and number two, Hastings, St. Cecilia, and Wilbur Claytonia on 1230 KHAS. And don't forget... All of our games are also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance. Unique game tonight. Almost everybody in the state got going last week. Loomis, one of those teams that did not. Their bye actually falls uh, on that opening week, of course, in eight-man. Still playing the eight-game schedule and taking 32 teams to the playoffs. A lot of folks anticipating that that may change here in the next cycle uh, which would be two years down the road. For Axtell, they opened here at home, and it was an exciting game as they took on Arapahoe. Arapahoe scored on the final play of the game to win a shootout, 72-66, to but a game that was 0-0 at the end of the first quarter of play. And when we talk to Coach Will Wagner, we'll find out, is his team more like the 0-0 team or more like the 38-38 team that they scored against uh, Arapahoe and were tied at halftime last week? 
Both teams, as you would imagine, in D2, a little short on numbers. They have 19 on the roster. Each team has an injury or two coming in, so about 16, 17 kids suited up here. And uh, Axtell is led by Braden Gomez, who rushed for just under 200 yards in the season opener last week. They've also got a little bit of size up there on the line. Big fella in A.J. Skaggs and Colton Trampy, Nate Lundeen along that line. For Loomis, they have not had a bulk for quite some time. Not enough of it to where you can really say we're going to be big along that offensive and defensive line. They have relied on speed, and they have been so young the last couple of years. I think Levi asked has played almost every football game. He's finally the starting senior quarterback. But we remember when these guys were listed at 130, 130 pounds, and what they were able to do when they were freshmen and sophomores. So they've taken their licks, and now they hope to go out and put some licks on some folks. But, boy, Loomis uh, just hoping that they can get through the first couple of games on the road at Axtell and at Ansley Litchfield, who had a good one last week. For Axtell, it was a tough one last week, and then you look down the road, it's almost a must-win. I mean, their, their schedule is absolutely brutal. They play at Bruning Davenport Shickley, then Blue Hill, Lawrence Nelson, Giltner. Four of their last five games are against top ten teams in Class D2, so that's probably even more why it hurt last week. Arapahoe also one of those teams that's going to be a top ten squad throughout the year. They'll hit the road for the first time next week at Pleasanton. So a big game today, and of course, it's homecoming, so that always... Uh, kind of changes the mindset. Coaches hate it. Players love it. We'll see how it plays out here today. We're going to hear from the coaches. Dennis Reese, the longtime coach, 35 years with Loomis, and Will Wagner, still fairly new here at Axtell, right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer Seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer Hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer Seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed. Seed the right seed. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Afternoon football here on ESPN Radio and a couple of old Fort Carney Conference rivals ready to get things going as Loomis is at Axtell and we're joined by the head football coach of the Wolves, Dennis Reese, who coached one of the few teams in the area that didn't play uh, on opening night, but sometimes that can be a little blessing in disguise. So how are the Wolves as they are approaching this opening game of the season? We're ready to play a game. You know, it's been a long practice fall for us so far, and you know the kids are excited to have a game. Did you start uh, on opening day? Did you give some days off since you had that first uh, game off, or have you just continually practiced like every other school in the state? We've been having practice pretty much every day, and the thing is, early on we just had one practice instead of some people I know were looking at two practices doing half shells and things. We just went with one every day. When we take a look 
we take a look at your football team and, and when we saw you play last year we were talking about some youth and, and you're still a pretty young football team uh, not a lot of seniors but those seniors will play for you and I guess uh, the key here is some of those kids that were freshmen and sophomore have another year under their belt uh, how, do, how do you see your team uh, progressing from from what you had last year I feel really good about it because the kids that we've played a lot last year with the freshmen and sophomores they've been really working good in the weight room and gotten to pretty good kind of physical condition and you know they're doing a great job but i think their effort is tremendous the guys in the backfield aren't the biggest but you have put some bulk it looks like uh, on your line so let's start there tell me a little bit about your lineman this year well we're going to start out with hunter bonds off at center and hunter's grown quite a bit i think he's gained almost 15 20 pounds from when he was you know, he's still a junior i mean these guys are all underclassmen yet but but, you know, we're looking forward to what he can do. He's a pretty quick player for us, does a lot of good things. Uh, at guards, we're going to have uh, Trevor Maskey will start. He's a senior for us, and he's by far our biggest player. He's about 260 pounds. And uh, he has some good ability. We feel real good about what he can do for us. And then at the other guard, we've got Alan Schultz. And Alan is a solid player. You know, he's had some experience now because he's a junior also and he can uh, do some things for us and make some plays then at the ends we're looking at a couple of inexperienced guys there one of them will be a freshman uh, josh marsty and he's about six three and about 180 pounds good size for a freshman and we think he can do some really good things for us then at the other end, we have a fellow who's just come out. He had been doing cross country, but Drew Lobby is a really good basketball player for us. And at split end and even some at tight end, we think he can do some things too. He catches the ball really well. Talking with Dennis Reese, the head football coach at Loomis, as they get ready to kick off the season here with Axtell. You do have some experience in the backfield, and it starts with your senior quarterback, Levi Asp. Yeah, Levi has gotten to a point now where he understands game really well and uh, when we start talking about schemes and things he understands what we're trying to make happen I think that's going to help us a great deal because he'll be about like another coach on the field and your running backs uh, Kale Abramson even Isaac Wallace who's just a sophomore uh, they saw plenty of playing time for you last year uh, any change you talk about the scheme Dennis any any change on what you guys want to do now that you have a little more experience back there well, I think what we're looking at, we're not a power team at all. I mean, we're just not physically big enough in the backfield. We don't have a fullback that's going to go out and just knock people down. So we're going to try and do some things with some deception and spread people out a little bit, take advantage of the things that we can do. Talk with Loomis football coach Dennis Reese here on the new Tech Seed pregame show. You got a chance to go in person and watch Axtell in an exciting game with Arapaho last week. You think Axtell's more of the team that played the 0-0 first quarter or the 38-38 second quarter? Well, you know, that's hard to say because you look at that, and uh, I think they're pretty versatile. They're capable of doing either one. And, you know, their kids really played hard, I thought. It was a real great game to watch. What do you see from them, uh, especially from your defense and, and what you're going to have to do to stop Axtell? Well, I know that w the Gomez kids, we're going to have to really control where he goes because he's just too fast for us. I mean, Levi's a really good sprinter for us in track, but Gomez beat him too in track at the conference meet. So we got to make sure and contain him. 
I think their fullback's a good runner up the middle. He may be very well their best football player, but those are the two guys that we really want to try and keep under wraps because they're good players. And Dennis, obviously people will make, you've been in the game long enough to know that, hey, Axtell's got that first game under the belt. You don't. Uh, how much will that play into the game today? You know, the thing that we've seen over the years is from the first game to the second game, there's always a lot of improvement because kids understand things a little bit better. And so that's one advantage Axtell's probably going to have over us is that they're going to know what kind of things they need to work on a little bit more, and I'm sure they've been doing that this week. You've got some real tough opponents on your schedule here in the first half of the season. Can you share with us what you and the team have kind of set as some goals for this early season? Well, we want to go out and compete every game, you know, because we feel like compared to the schedule we've had in the past three or four years anyway, we felt like these are teams that we can compete with. They're more our size. They don't have 30 and 40 kids standing on the sideline. And while they have some good athletes and things, we feel like we can compete with them. Well, it should be a good game this afternoon. Always look forward to getting the season underway. And, uh, Dennis, we appreciate the time here on the uh, pregame show. Best of luck today and throughout the season. Thank you very much, Doug. That's Dennis Reese, head football coach of the Loomis Wolves. We'll be back on the New Tech Seed pregame show and catch up with Will Wagner at Axtell right after this. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small-town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone, keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust, what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio. A little afternoon football today at the home of the Wildcats as Axtell welcomes in Loomis, and we chat with the head cat, Will Wagner. Coach, uh, kids got a game under their belt already, and uh, I know you would have loved to win the game, but what an exciting game you guys put on with Arapaho last week. It, it really was an exciting game, and for the kids it was, I think, Defensively, we, we we would have wanted more, but offensively, when you can click like that in your first game, it feels pretty good. What did, what did you see as is the fans, if they don't know, it was 0-0 after the first quarter, then it's 38-38 at the half, course ends up 72-66. What changed from quarter one to quarter two? Yeah, Well, you know, for us in the second quarter, we just didn't make the mistakes, the mental mistakes. I mean, the first quarter we had two really good drives, and they just kind of – they stalled out. One, we just had we were going under center for a QB sneak, and the center got a little too excited and took off. But you know, as the as the game went on, it we just started calming down and making the offense line line just started playing exceptionally well and making blocks. And um, you know, we just calmed down. Now defensively, we just the game started going way too fast. I think for us in a sense. So well, of course, it was uh, pretty good. And, of course, you don't have a ton of kids. We're playing some D2 football, five seniors on this roster. So kind of like uh, Loomis that we'll talk about here, uh, there, there's a lot of youngsters out there. And, and uh, tell me a little bit about what you saw from those youngsters. You know, great depth. Great great depth for the first game. You know, we had, I think, 12 to 13 kids that made it onto the field. And, you know, some of them played just special teams. But, you know, that's a huge part. But 
as the game went on, I, you know, I talked to someone earlier this week, and I said, you know, as the game went on, we the game started coming back to them. I think right there in the second quarter, for both teams, I feel like the game just got going at a pace where, you know, it was just so fast that both teams were just playing at such a high level that, you know, some of the drills and some of the things we we worked on just kind of went out the window, and they they were just trying to make plays. And by the third and fourth quarter, we started the game started coming back to coming back to their speed. So. Talking with Axtell head football coach Will Wagner here on the new Tech Seed pregame show. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your team. Uh, already talking with Coach Reese. Uh, they're trying to figure out, as many people are, how to slow down Braden Gomez, and he got out of the gates with a really good game, just under 200 yards rushing last week. Yeah, he had he had an exceptional game. Um, you know, he he's he's a lot stronger sometimes running the ball. I mean, there was one where he broke three or four tackles and just kept going, and you know, we always we want that and. Um, he's just one of those where it's, you know, it's as long as the blocks are there, he's going to find a hole and get through. And once he kind of gets through, sometimes that second, that first wave, he can kind of get through there and make, make people miss and then just get down the field and not very many people are going to be able to catch him. So quarterback, uh, Jacob Marsh, uh, kind of great his performance. It looked like he was pretty accurate throwing the ball. And when he needed to, he was able to get you a couple yards on the ground great manager of the game i mean coming from you know two years where he he was a backup a true backup and pretty much a jv quarterback to this year where you know he steps in the first game he goes six of eight you know like i said at the beginning of the game we had a couple oopses but um he uh he really managed the game well he didn't put our put us in any big holes or throw an interception like that but he just managed the game well he sees the he sees the pockets and he sees the the window is very well with the receiver, so really good game manager. Well, it looks like maybe the story of this game could be up along the line on both sides of the football, and that's where you uh, actually do have some big guys and, and some experience, a couple juniors and a seniors. Tell me about the the line and, and what you have there. You know, it, it's a great group. I mean, uh, we have, you know, two guys that have have varsity experience and have started um but, you know, as me and my assistant coach have talked about this year a couple times this year already that this is one of the better groups that just understands what we're asking for. And they, they get there, they make the blocks, and they're very cohesive. I mean, we have three juniors, a senior, and a freshman, and they all work really good together. They communicate. Um, they just get the job done, and they, they really, really know how each one of them is going to work. So it's kind of been fun to watch this group grow, and I think it's a season continues they're going to get even more strong in that area of just cohesiveness well when you put up as many points as was on the board last week uh, you're also going to say well how did my defense play you got a lot of kids that made a lot of tackles but they gave up uh, quite a few points uh, how would you say the defense is for you right now you know it, it, it's kind of one of those games where you know the first game is sometimes you, you just don't know what to expect you, you go off film from last year's game and you you're okay this is what we're going to do and they kind of come out and did some, did some other things so it's you know I kind of put it more on the coaches that said you know we we put them in these scenarios and we didn't have the scenario the schemes right for what they were doing but I said you know the nice part is like I said in the third quarter and fourth quarter they the game kind of came back to them I think with all the inexperience we did have that there in the second quarter they were trying to make plays at a faster click than they should and as the game went on the game slowed back down for their for them and they were able to relax and get back into making reads and stuff and 
we have film and we've kind of been breaking that down and you know hopefully they they kind of let the game come to them this week instead of trying to go and get it so last minute here with Axtell coach Will Wagner well we talked with coach Reese about not having been able to play in week one, but they got to scout you. You did play in week one, which might be an advantage, but not really a whole lot to scout except to go on what you knew from last year. Thing is, with Loomis, a lot of these kids played last year. So what's your scouting report? What concerns you about the Wolves? You know, it's, it's you know, I, I, our probably the biggest thing is just what, from what we watch, we know we're going to get a heavy dose of probably eight in the box. I mean, we, we've watched a lot of film where they put five down on the line and stuff and, um, you know, they do have a lot, they have some really good athletes and like me and my coach talked about, you know, they're probably going to spread us out and try to get some open field plays, but you know, we can, we've worked on hard this week, just saying you, you got to stay home, trust that the guys on the outside and inside of you are going to do their jobs and just make the right reads and get ready to go. And, you know, on the 50 front with our offensive line, it's going to be man on man and we got to see which team is going to be tougher in the end. So, Well, it should be fun. Uh, a little afternoon football for the kids. And, uh, Will, let's see if we can get Axtell uh, in the win column today. Uh, best of luck throughout the season. Thanks for the time. Yep, thank you. That's Will Wagner, head football coach at Axtell. We'll be back. Look at the starting lineups and get you ready for kickoff on the New Tech Seed pregame show right after this. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. And welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Doug, good to with you here from Axtell as we're getting ready for the Wolves of Loomis and the Wildcats of Axtell. Let's take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the visiting Wolves, here's how they will start out on opening night at center, number 24, 180-pound junior Hunter Bonjoff. The guards are number 32, 190-pound junior Alan Schultz, and number 53, 250-pound senior Trevor Maskey. The ends for Loomis will be number 22, 145-pound junior Drew Lobby. As you heard from Coach Reese, he'd been a cross-country runner, going to be, they believe, an outstanding wide receiver and defensive back for the team. And the other end is a freshman, number 45, 180-pounder Josh Marcy. In the backfield at running back, Number 18, 150-pound sophomore Isaac Walls. The I-back, number 11, 150-pound senior Kale Abramson. And the quarterback, number 2, 150-pound senior Levi Asp. The head coach of the Loomis Wolves is Dennis Reese, assisted by Jason Maskey and Drew Billiter. This is the season opener for Loomis. For the Axdale Wildcats, along the line, they'll go with number 20, 5560-pound senior Nate Lundeen. Number 51, 6'3", 300-pound junior, A.J. Skaggs. And number 56, 6'2", 225-pound junior, Colton Trampy. At the ends, number 3, 6'1", 155-pound freshman, Tyler Danberg. And number 24, 5'5", 140-pound junior, Jared Klein. The fullback is number 25, 5'10", 200-pound senior, Hunter Stratman. The I-back, number 8, 5'8", 145-pound junior, Braden Gomez. And the quarterback, number 18, 5'5", 135-pound junior, Jacob Marsh. 
the head coach of the Wildcats is Will Wagner, assisted by Eric Miller. They dropped their open on the last play of the game to Arapaho 72-66-0-1 on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Back with more from Axtell after this timeout. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Now let's take a look at our injury report for Friday number two of the high school football season brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. For Loomis, they will be without sophomore Aiden Mateka. He's got a knee injury and also missing the season opener will be Austin Rawl. For Axtell, they're missing freshman Tommy Grimes and senior Zach Beckman. Beckman injured his knee in a wrestling camp. Talked with him before the game. He says he hopes to be back by week six. They say it's another four weeks wearing the brace uh, here tonight. And that is our injury report. Brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Coming up, the start of today's game. Loomis won the toss. They deferred, so Axtell will get the football wearing their purple and black with the traveling white and green for Loomis. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Your yield leader, contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We'll be right back. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center.
There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow. Whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Doug to the back with you here at Axtell with Billy Williams, our producer and engineer back at the ESPN studios. A lot of football going on today and glad that we have one of the early ones, a six-man game going on down the road, Elba and Elwood. Elba hasn't played on their own as a high school in a number of years. Elwood, of course, had their eight-man season canceled last year due to lack of numbers, and so it's great to see both of those squads back and ready to go. It's a beautiful day. A little bit of wind is rolling, looks like, right now out of the south at about 15 miles an hour. It could be uh, affecting uh, the football game here today. The wind will be at the back of Loomis as they will kick things off. Back to return it for Axtell to start our game will be Braden Gomez and Hunter Stratman. Be interested to see what uh, Coach Reese tells his place kicker to do here in Hunter Bonzoff. You don't want to give it to uh, Gomez, but if you've got enough leg to boot it into the end zone, that pretty much solves all the problems. Our field conditions, beautiful here today on this second game played on the Axtell field. I think maybe they let the grass grow a little bit here this afternoon uh, against a speedy Loomis team. As we're ready to go, it's going to be a squib kick that will just be covered right at the 33-yard line, and that's where Axtell will take it. They didn't take any chances there, and Nate Lundin just jumped right on the football said, that's good enough for me. So first and 10 at the 32 as we're underway here in this second game for Axtell, the season opener for Loomis. And they'll come up over the football here. First down and 10. Waiting to get the uh, yard markers set to go here. Skaggs will be the center. Colton Trampy sets at the right guard. Nate Lundin will set off to the left guard. See Athletic Director Brad Nelson has joined us after a 2-0 start to the volleyball season last night. So let's see if the football team follows suit during homecoming week. Tie-dye formation, no wideouts here on first down. They'll turn and give it to Gomez off the right side. Fumbles the football, and Loomis will cover it. Loomis covers the football with Andrew Dennis. He was popped by Isaac Walls, and Loomis will have the ball on the first possession of the game at the 29-yard line. Great pop there by Walls. Forces the fumble. And now Loomis will be on offense. First down and 10. Did not see that coming. And Dennis with the fumble recovery. Mark it officially, it looks like, at the 29-yard line of Axtell. And Loomis goes spread. They're probably going to chuck it about 30 times here today. Nobody in the backfield except for the pistol and Levi Ass. Steps up in the pocket, has time, could run. He decides to. Right side, 25. He'll stretch to the 20, drugged down from behind by Hunter Stratman. This is definitely Loomis's game plan. They cannot match up front with the big fellas of Axtell. Axtell's going to want to run you over between those guards and off center, and Loomis is going to want to spread you out. It's a nine-yard gain for Asp. And it'll be second down and one. 
This time a little different look in the backfield will actually be Andrew Dennis offset to the left walls. Asp is under center with a man split out wide to the left and lobby, and the ball is fumbled on the pitch. It's still loose, still loose, and finally Axtell covers it back at the 25-yard line. Levi Asp on the pitch. It was not handled cleanly by Dennis, just trying to pick up that one yard, and Asp will go back and fall at the 29-yard line, four-yard line. It's going to be a loss of five and bring up third down and five, about four and a half because they only needed a half yard. So a team fumble there for Loomis. And, of course, it's two down territory, so don't expect them to get two out of sorts with what they wanted to do. Lobby split out wide to the right and Asp under center. It's a 3-3 defense here for Axtell. One-on-one coverage, option play. Pitch to the outside to Abramson. Gets one block, but closed in and... Might have the first down. Yes, he'll be able to break the tackle of Hunter Stratman and get inside the 20 to about the 17-yard line. So a gain of seven for Cale Abramson and the first first down of the game as Loomis recovered a fumble on the first offensive play from Axtell. We're just underway here on ESPN Radio and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Asp wanted to throw on the first play, ended up scrambling, so three runs here so far. Lobby one-on-one here on the outside with Jacob Marsh. They'll set him out in motion out of the backfield, go with the fullback dive, Abramson, but he just gets rolled up. Penalty flags come down. He'll get about a yard on the play, but that usually means holding. And, of course, as we said, this is something you'll probably see with the smaller offensive line for Loomis. No, it's going to be a face mask, a personal foul face mask. That'll be half the distance to the goal and set it down to the eight. So it was just a one-yard gain for Abramson. And since it is a personal foul, I believe that will chalk up an automatic first down, make it first and goal. The ball will be spotted between the 7 and the 8-yard line. And it will stay first down and 1. It's not an automatic first down. First down, they do have second down on the marker, but with the penalty... I believe it stays at first down, and it is a first down. So first down and goal will be the call and a chance for Loomis on their opening series of the season to get into the end zone. Three wideouts now. In the slot left is going to be Josh Marcy. In the shotgun is going to be Asp, and the snap goes through his hands, but he gets a good bounce. He's going to have to scramble here, get what he can, maybe get back to the line of scrimmage. He'll be thrown down by Tyler Danberg. About a yard behind the line of scrimmage we will call it a loss of one for Asp on the errant, not even snap, it was just a little high, one that Asp normally would get, just wasn't expecting it to be chucked up that high. Two minutes into the ball game, we're scoreless. Axtell got the ball but fumbled it on their first offensive play, and Loomis has put together a couple of first downs since taking over at the Axtell 29. They have it second in goal, and they'll mark it just inside the 10. Lobby split to the short side, everybody else in tight. Asp, quick snap. Abramson right up the middle, has a little bit of a seam. He's going to get stacked up by the linebackers. The ball is stripped, and I think they're going to call the play dead. I think that's the right call, too, because Abramson was stood up and was going nowhere, and he gets to the four. It's going to be a gain of five yards on the play for Kale, and that'll bring up second down, third down and goal. Third down and goal from the four. For Loomis, scoreless here to start our ball game. Lobby splits out wide left. 
In the backfield, Abramson and Walls offset to the left, more in a slot. Here comes a blitz from that left side, and we're going to have penalty flags. I think the offensive end saw that Axtell's Jacob Marsh was going to come on a blitz and twitched a little bit. And it will be illegal procedure against Loomis. Back him up five yards. It'll be third and goal. Back there about the nine-yard line again. They're discussing whether it's first or third down. It's first on the sideline, and it'll be whatever it is in goal from the nine. Asp, high snap again. He decides to take off, nearly horse-collared, gets away from the big man, Colton Trampy, but doesn't get upfield. In fact, he's going to lose a yard on the play back to the 10-yard line. We will go with what is on the field as far as second down. I don't know where it switched back to first after the fumble. But they called it dead play, so it would not have been a like fumble it and change of possession. It says second and goal from the 10 here for the Loomis Wolves. So they've moved it down into the red zone, but have had some trouble on a couple of drop snaps and a five-yard motion penalty. Lobby one-on-one out to the left against Tyler Danberg. On second and goal from the 10. Inside handoff walls, big hole, five, end zone, touchdown, Loomis. And the Wolves are on the board on an Isaac Walls 10-yard touchdown run. His first carry, sometimes that's the most effective, is to take it right at him. And there is a late flag in the end zone after the play. Might be on Loomis for a little celebration. Might have spiked the football. Let's see what they say. That's exactly what it is. Unsportsmanlike conduct, I think what it was is Isaac was excited that he scored and he got up and he spiked the football which when everybody in the press box here played football, that would have not have even been looked at. But now it's a penalty, which will be, I believe, the option here of Axtell. They can take it on the kickoff or they can enforce it here on the extra point. And with Loomis looking like they'll go for two, I think I'd back them up, force it on the extra point. You've already seen that they're not going to kick to you. It's a dead ball foul, and we'll see exactly what's going to happen here. Looks like they're going to enforce it on the kickoff, so they'll go for a two-point conversion here. Asp out of the shotgun. He's got nobody in the backfield. Four wideouts, his three down linemen. A little defensive shifting here, stunning from Axtell. Asp looking for the slant. It's not there, and he is crushed by A.J. Skaggs. That's 300 pounds of Skaggs on 150 pounds of Asp. And the two-point conversion is no good. But with 8.43 to go in the first quarter of play, Loomis 6, Axtell nothing. This five-points bank touchdown, a 10-yard run from Isaac Walls. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night. And Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals during every Husker and Hastings College game for a pizza and drink special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. 
What sets Aurora Cooperative apart from the rest? At Aurora Co-op, our merchants have the autonomy and flexibility to work with each producer to help them add more value to their bottom line. We're striving to be the best of the best by investing in our facilities, our people, and in the marketplace by accessing new grain opportunities both locally and globally. We want to earn your grain merchandising business. Ask your Aurora Co-op grain merchant about our early harvest premiums for soybeans and wet corn program. Your farm, your cooperative, your future. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school football, not only from the Axtell and Loomis areas, but from all around central Nebraska. Because of the 15-yard unsportsmanlike, the ball will be kicked off from the 15. Squib kick is picked up at midfield by Jared Klein. Breaks a tackle, 35, gets to the Loomis 30-yard line, and that's where the Wildcats will take over. In on the tackle, Abramson and Lobby. And first down and 10 here for Axtell. They ran one offensive play. And a fumble. Isaac Walls put his helmet right on the ball, carried by Braden Gomez. And Isaac, uh, Andrew Dennis, covered it after Walls knocked it loose. So the ball on the near hash by the Axtell sideline. First down and 10. Going to go shotgun with both backs, really just touching the quarterback here. And they will fake it one way, go to the fullback. And Loomis is all over Hunter Stratman. And they'll drop him a couple of yards behind the line of scrimmage. So Axel playing a little bit more like the first quarter last week. But if they get warmed up, look out. 66 points on the board against a good Arapaho team. 6-0 Loomis, 8-15 to go here in the first quarter in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Doug Duda with you from Axel. A.J. Skaggs sets that ball on its point as the center. And they'll give it to Braden Gomez on a jet sweep. Breaks one tackle in the backfield. 2-3 gets inside the 30 and rolls to the 28-yard line. Going to give him a gain of four on the play. And it'll be third down and about eight. They lost two. They gained four. And again on the short field, four downs always come into play. So not necessarily a chuck it type of down here for quarterback Jacob Marsh, the 5'5 junior. They'll send Marsh into the shotgun, split the backs. Gomez to the right. A little farther left is Stratman. And here's the snap. Back passes. Marsh has time. Throws over the middle. It's off the hands of Stratman and almost intercepted because it stayed up in the air. Andrew Dennis almost had his second turnover, but instead it's incomplete and fourth down. Marsh is not going to be the guy that stands back there and throws it 40 yards down the field. Everything will be underneath, and that's all they were trying to do right there. So fourth down at 8, Axtell. Quarterback Marsh comes over and gets the play from Eric Miller. At the Loomis 28-yard line on their second possession of the game. Danberg splits wide left. They're going to put Gomez out wide right, maybe try to protect here for Marsh. Strap into the backfield, take the snap. Here comes the pressure from the outside over the middle, and it's over the head of Tyler Danberg at the 20-yard line. And it'll be four downs and out for Axtell. So they have had good field position but haven't been able to do anything with it. Two possessions, and they have plus two yards. So Loomis up 6-0 will take over at their own 28-yard line. 7.23 to go here in the first quarter of Friday afternoon of football. Glad you're with us on ESPN Radio. So the Wolves, you never know when you're coming out against a team that's already played. Probably a little confidence now as they come up over the ball. Asp is going to come under center with two backs of the backfield. Fake the handoff, looking for Lobby across the middle. Fires it in. It's just a little high for Lobby, who also knew he was going to get popped if he caught that. He was the only man that was in the pattern to the left. They did release late with Josh Marcy. And the first pass attempt of the game for Asp 
is incomplete. Second down and 10. Drew Billiter, offensive coordinator over there, talking with Coach Reese. Of course, Drew and so many other great Loomis players have played for Coach Reese over the years. And it's man-to-man if they want to send fly pattern, but instead it'll be Walls. Pitch play right side, looking to get to the corner, gets to the 30, and then steps out of bounds at the Loomis 33-yard line. Going to be a gain of five for Walls, who scored from 10 yards out for the game's only score to this point. Maybe even closer to the 34-yard line here. Third down, just a little less than five for the Wolves. Wind is at their back here in the first quarter. And we're not quite halfway through. Already had a little bit of excitement. Turnover and Loomis on the board. Loomis better hustle. They're a little late getting out of the huddle. That means it'll be a little something different. You can always guarantee yourself on that. Five seconds on the play clock. They get it away. Ass back to pass. Has time. Wants to throw it as far as he can. Lobbies behind the defense, but he overshot him at the 12-yard line. The safety got caught looking to the backfield. The corner let him go by, and Asp definitely has the arm to chuck it down the field. He and Lobby will hook up quite a bit this year. They just didn't do it on that attempt, and it's going to be fourth down and five for Loomis at their own 33-and-a-half-yard line. So it looks like punting time here as soon as they get the right eight in the huddle. Loomis already on top, 6-0. Asp is also the punter. He'll receive it at about his own 23-yard line, which is only about 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Quickly snap it. No rush. Popped up in the air. The wind will help. Gomez waits for it. He'll have to let it bounce, and what a punt. Inside the 10, it's going to go out of bounds at about the 4-yard line. That is a 39-yard punt. If they mark it at the 4 36, we'll give him about six more. How about we make it 42? A 42-yard pump, the beauty for Levi Asp. And they'll mark it between the four and the five-yard line. First down and 10 here for Axtell. Their third possession, still trying to get some offense going here. Haven't been able to get Gomez going on just four snaps, five snaps actually, because they went for it on fourth down. From their own five, they're in the I formation. Heavy count. There's some movement. They'll blow the play dead. And it's going to be offsides. Loomis bit on the hard count, and now that'll give quarterback Jacob Marsh something to play with. I don't even think he was trying to draw him offsides, just going on second instead of the first sound. And for Loomis, that'll be their third penalty here the first quarter for 25 yards. 6 nothing Wolves, 6.58 to go in quarter number one. Our referee talking to the quarterback there a little bit. I don't know where the center, he may have said, now be careful, don't move the ball. That may have been why Loomis moved too. So nonetheless, it'll be first down and five. Here comes the blitz. Pitch play right side. Gomez finds a little bit of a hole, but stuck as he gets just across the 10 to the 11, and now a late flag. Already plenty of laundry here in the first quarter. And we'll see what the penalty is. This is what slows it down when the crew takes a long time to make the call. It gets everybody a little anxious. And it's going to be targeting targeting on Loomis, which in the high school game is not like the college game. That's a personal foul. Gomez picked up about two yards on the play. 
And this will be the first first down of the game for Axtell. On the targeting, it'll move it from approximately the 11 to what should be approximately the 26. Those 15-yard penalties in eight-man are just so big because you don't have a 100-yard field, just this 80-yard field. And so a targeting here on the play. Fourth penalty, 40 yards here in the first quarter against Loomis. And two of those are on defense. One was on the touchdown, a little celebration in the end zone. So first down and 10, mark the ball at the 26-yard line of Axtell. Out of the pistol, Marsh will drop back to pass, swing out of the backfield, Stratman's open, goes to the corner, 30. Dennis tries to wrap him up, breaks the tackle, stays in bounds, 35-40. Into Loomis territory, 35, and he'll get to the 34-yard line. Again, a 21 on the swing pass, and Stratman made about four wolves taste a little bit of his shoulder pad. Good, strong run after the catch. And he didn't have any lead blockers out there. That's why he was so wide open. And it will be at the Loomis 34-yard line. So Axtell with back-to-back first downs. And that's kind of the killer back there with that targeting. Gomez only picked up about a yard and a half. They'd have been pinned in at about their 10. And now they're two plays later down here in Loomis territory. Fake the handoff. Marsh rolls to his right. Flyers it out here. He has got a man complete and knocked out of the hands of Tyler Danberg. A good stick by Levi Asp because Danberg caught it. But before he could take that next step, Asp put the helmet in there and knocked the ball loose. Good throw that time by Marsh as well. And that'll bring up second down and 10. Something we probably didn't expect to see a whole lot of was Marsh throw the football, especially into the wind that they're going to here in the first quarter. 6-0 Loomis, 6-11 to go in the first quarter. And with all the passing and running out of bounds, we haven't really had the clock run a whole lot. Now back to the I formation. Give it to Gomez, left side. Has a little bit of a hole, then is stacked up. Drags a defender with him to the 31. He's going to get about three yards. And it'll be third down and seven. Gomez is so slippery and agile that he can make that first band miss and get into the linebacking core, make him do some work defensively. So third down, seven. Ball spotted at the 32-yard line of Loomis. The Wolves up 6-0 here at Axtell. 5-40 and counting in quarter number one. Big A.J. Skaggs comes over the football, back to the I formation, double tight end. Marsh takes the snap. Gomez left, oh no, Stratman left side. It's hit in the backfield, another face mask. He spins to the 25-yard line. He'll be short of the first down, but the penalty flag looks like it's a face mask again. And that would be another 15 yards, or in this case, half the distance to the goal. Personal foul face mask on Loomis. Can't tackle up top. It's going to be a gain of six on the play for Stratman. And then a first down on the face mask penalty. will take it from the 25 to between the 12 and the 13-yard line. Mark it down as a 12-yard penalty. And Loomis is helping Axtell out here on this drive that started at the Wildcat 4. First down and 10. In the red zone here for the Cats between the 12 and 13-yard line. Back to the I formation. They have brought Jared Klein in as a fullback. Looks like they have taken Gomez out for the moment. So two power backs strapped in the eye back. They pitch it to him, trying to get outside, right side. Hit, works, gets to the 11. Good wrap up there by Alan Schultz to bring him down. Gain of two for Stratman. 
Braden Gomez, a little banged up coming into the game, and he quickly gets back in there. So we'll have to work hard here on the Axdale Wildcats, trying to even their record at 1-1. One and, one. and as we said in the pregame, such a big game last week and this week because they have four top ten opponents in the last five games of the season. Out of the eye, they'll give it to Gomez. That's a little seam to the left, but going low to make the tackle is Hunter Bonzoff. He'll dive across the 10 to the 9, a gain of a, another couple for Gomez. And nothing easy on the ground. Good defense so far for Loomis. Give them credit because we know Axtell can run the ball. We know they got those big guys up front. Going to call it third down and seven just inside the 10-yard line. 4.15 to go here in quarter number one, 6 nothing. Loomis at Axtell's homecoming. Now Stratman, the fullback, and dotting the eye is Gomez. Fake the handoff back to pass. They're setting up the screen. It's complete Stratman at the five, and he is going to get to the three and be brought down there. We got a penalty flag. I want to see this penalty flag. Loomis knew exactly when they got upfield on the screen that it was going over their heads. Maybe an illegal man downfield here on Axtell. There's two flags. I think they're both the same. One just kind of helping out his buddy. Again, a lengthy discussion by the officiating crew. Loomis had some trouble when they scored on a couple of penalties in the red zone, eventually got in. And now the way they're talking, maybe it is two different penalty flags. Illegal man downfield, then maybe you had another face mask. And the White Hat says illegal man downfield on Axtell. And a block in the back on Axtell. So both flags on the Wildcats. And, of course, Loomis will take whichever one gives them the most yards here. Clock stop with four minutes to go. And not a good flow to the game as of yet. Eight minutes into it, Loomis leading at six to nothing. Again, Loomis won the toss, deferred. Squibb kicked it. But on the first play from scrimmage, Gomez coughed it up when Isaac Walls Popped the ball loose, and Andrew Dennis scored. They were able to march it 29 yards into the end zone on a 10-yard run by Walls. So it looks like they would accept that illegal block in the back and move the ball back to the 16-yard line. And that is exactly what they'll do. And the block in the back will be a 10-yard penalty. They will say it is third down, replayed here from the 16-yard line. They need to get to about the three, so we'll call it third and 13. Ball just marked at the 16 in the middle. And now Marsh will come in with the play. So they've got two plays essentially to get the ball in the end zone. If for some reason they get tackled inside the three, then get that fresh set of downs. Split out wide to the left is going to be Tyler Danberg, ready to play again here after the discussion. Out to the right will be Gomez. In the backfield, the block is Stratman for his shotgun quarterback, Jacob Marsh. They send Gomez in motion. Fake the jet sweep to him. Go down the sideline. Wide open. Danberg caught into the end zone. Touchdown, Axtell. Danberg, the freshman, hauls in a 16-yard touchdown reception. And the second completed pass of the ball game here for Axtell. Ties the game at 6 with 3.30 to go in the first quarter. That was well executed. Jacob Marsh put it right on Danberg. Everybody watching Gomez when they set him in motion. And Danberg just ran the fly pattern 
although it's only 16 yards. He ran it right down the sideline and in. Axtell also will go for two. And back to pass Marsh into the end zone. He's got a man open, but overshoots Jared Klein. And the pass is incomplete. So with three and a half minutes to go here in the first quarter of play, Loomis and Axtell tied at six. Our five points bank touchdown, a 16-yard pass from Marsh to Danberg. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service. From seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of pro team design. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. And welcome back to high school football here on ESPN Radio. Doug Duda along with Billy Williams as Axtell has got on the board to tie the game 6-6 with three and a half to go here in the corner. And ready to boot it away, Hunter Stratman into the wind that we do have between 10 and 15. And it'll be a line drive squib that'll be picked up at the 27-yard line. Looking for some running room is Josh Marcy. Danson gets hit, fumbled it. It's loose and Axtell has covered it. Lane Bertrand has covered the football. It looked like it might have been Creighton Kring that knocked it loose. Lane Bertrand on the fumble recovery. And each team now has forced a turnover. They'll mark it at the 27-yard line of Loomis. First down and 10, so Axtell will get the ball right back. Each team, one loss fumble. 6-6 game, three and a half to go here in the first quarter. And a downer for Loomis, who'd been playing pretty well. First down and 10. Marsh wants to pass again, rolls to his right. Everybody covered, tries to throw it out here to Danberg, and Ass steps in front and intercepts the ball at the 10-yard line. Great job by the safety, Levi Asp at the 11-yard line. So Marsh, after throwing the touchdown, throws an interception, and Loomis will have it at their own 11-yard line. Doug Duda with you here at Axtell. I want to thank Athletic Director Brad Nelson and the entire crew for their hospitality. Then we'll be making the trip to a couple of places here on ESPN, Hastings High and Schuyler. That game is on 1550, Kearney Catholic, Grand Island Central Catholic on 1460. I'll be at Minden for Minden Gibbon on Classic Hits. Now Loomis with a football, naked bootleg here for Asp, tries to get to the right side. Gomez isn't fooled, and he'll drag him down after about a yard gain out to the 12-yard line. Asp four carries for eight yards so far here this afternoon. Second and nine in a 6-6 game. Both teams, 19 young men on the roster. Good mixture of freshmen to seniors. Actually, a few more freshmen there for Axtell. But as we said, Loomis has had a core of these guys play three and four years. 
Asp out of the shotgun. Sends a man in motion, and he'll hand it off on the jet sweep from the 15 to the 16. The ball's on the ground, although I don't think the officials saw the ball come out. Carried by Brian Hemley. And they're just going to keep it with Loomis at the 16-yard line. So Brian Hemley with his first carry. He has done a variety of things for Coach Reese as well over the years. And we'll call that a gain of four, third down and five. Ball at the 16-yard line with 240 and counting here in quarter number one, 6-6. Asp will come up under center. Lobby to the short side, split out wide, two backs behind. Pitch play, get it to Abramson, trying to follow his blocks. Gets to the corner, has the first down, 20. Runs over a wildcat to the 24. And the tackle made by Jared Klein, but he ran over the top of him out to the 25. A gain of nine for Cale Abramson and a first down for the Wolves. 2.22 to go here in quarter number one as they wind the clock after the first down. Coming out of the ball game will be Colton Trampy on the defensive side. Asp trying to go over the play in the huddle with his seven teammates. In the fancy new traveling uniforms, black pants, white jerseys with the green trim. Asp under center again. Hard count and jumping will be the nose tackle off sides here for Axtell. That'll be the third penalty here in the first quarter for the Wildcats. And it'll be first down and five now at the ball at the Loomis 30. So plenty of flags. That's the third penalty on Axtell. Five penalties here in the first quarter on Loomis. First down and five. Right in the middle of the football field. And I think Loomis has found a little formation that they like here. Split the backs. Asp under center. Lobby split out wide to the left. Screen pass to him. Low, but he catches it at the 30. Then they pop right out at the 33-yard line. I was going to say Lobby cannot carry the ball like he was. He caught it, put it in one hand, and was just going to take off like he was running a four-by-one. Can't carry the football like it's a track baton, but it was popped out of bounds. So a three-yard gain. We'll call it second and two after the short completion, actually the first completion of the game for Asp. Ball at the 33. Wolves on second down. And they'll put Lobby, same spot left, split the backs again, this time a little more offset for Walls. Sometimes they just run a little counter option with him. This time Walls, counter right side, big hole, 5-10 into Axtell territory, across the 40 to the 37-yard line. Going to be officially nine yards that time for Isaac Walls and another Loomis first down. So the Wolves... Doing a good job here on the opening game, opening afternoon of the season as it is. KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. On first and 10, they'll spread it out now. Twins left, twins right. Shotgun for Asp. Three down linemen, they'll play the pass. It's a swing out here to Abramson. Gets a block, 35-30. Keeps in bounds and then finally shoved at it around the 26-yard line. A gain of 11 and another first down for the Loomis Wolves. Gang tackled there, led by Jared Klein, also coming over to help Tyler Danberg. But again, it stops the clock as they shove him out of bounds at the 26. Asp, that's what he wants to do. If he can throw a few underneath and then 
go with the pump and go deep. He is going to have some guys open. We already saw Lobby get by the defense. He just overthrew him once. But if the underneath is working, why not? Asp checks the clock. Still a minute 10 to go here in the first quarter. They go with the same four-wide formation. Slot left is Andrew Dennis. Slot right is Marcy. And Asp, back to pass. Two-man rush, steps up. He'll throw towards the end zone. Little underthrown, but still caught it into the end zone. Josh Marcy. Marcy was able to slow down at the five, get the haul in, and a 25-yard touchdown pass for Levi Asp. And it's 12-6 in favor of the Wolves. And that's going to be the one thing that is such a benefit for Coach Reese and Coach Billiter and the crew over there is Asp's mobility. And Axtell's going to have to make a decision. If you're only rushing two, you're trying to contain Asp so he doesn't run, which is what happened there. But as they're waiting for him to take off, he just lobbed it over their heads. 20 yards down the field, and Marcy took the last five. Now they'll go with the old look swinging gate play. Asp with his center snapping the ball in Abramson, and he just wants to run, and he's going to walk in. Easy two-point conversion run by Asp. So the two-point conversion will make it Loomis 14, Axtell 6, a 25-yard touchdown pass from Levi Asp. To Josh Marcy, our five points bank touchdown makes it 14 to 6 Loomis, 102 to go, first quarter here on ESPN. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney, because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. I love this boat. I love the way the motor sounds. The cool black and red colors on the side. The sound of the water rippling along the edges. You know, the best choice I made this year was going to see Buzz's Marine. I can't believe this is my boat. I'm sorry. We interrupt this dream because you don't have a new performance boat from Buzz's Marine. But you can. Take your dream boat out of your head and into the water. Go to Buzz's Marine Showroom and check out their wide variety of new and used boats just in time for the 60th summer celebration. Join the party and buy a boat, low monthly payments, and endless summer vacation. Buzz's Marine is celebrating 60 summers of serving the Midwest. Your fun in the sun for the summer will be there waiting for you at Buzz's Marine in Kearney. Lewis decides they're going to kick it deep this time. Gomez will try and field it right off the turf, and his knee won't hit, but now he's bobbling the ball and still bobbling. Finally, just decides to fall on it at the 15-yard line, and so that's where Axtell will take over. First down and 10 at their own 15. Seven men in the box. They'll hand it off over the left side, and nothing there for the Wildcats on first down and 10. Gomez has been held in check after getting 198 yards last week against Arapahoe. Six carries, seven yards here in the first quarter as we're now under a minute to go. 14-6 in favor of the Loomis Wolves. 10-yard touchdown run Isaac Walls. 25-yard touchdown pass from Levi Asp to Josh Marcy. Now a little more spread formation. Haven't seen this look yet out of the shotgun is Marsh. Sends Gomez in motion. Wants to throw. Nothing there. Going to be sacked. 
At first, it was Isaac Dunn, and then Josh Marcy was able to put him away. It was actually the play that they got the 16-yard touchdown pass on. They just had the wide receiver spotted in a different spot, and they sent Gomez in motion trying to get it downfield. Again, didn't work, and that'll be the final play of the first quarter. That was a loss of eight. We'll make it third down and 18 on the sack of Jacob Marsh. After one on this Friday afternoon, it is Loomis 14, Axtell 6. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Community is a place that means coming together, a place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm. The day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Billy Thompson. Glad to have you along with us from Axtell. It's homecoming, but right now Loomis is out on top by a score of 14-6 to in a first quarter that saw kind of a lengthy quarter and some penalties, and we've had three turnovers. Loomis has picked off a pass and recovered a fumble, and Axtell recovered a fumble on a kickoff. Right now, as we start, it's third down. About 17 here for Axtell at their own eight after the sack, and now penalty flags come out again. In the first quarter, Axtell three penalties, 23 yards. Loomis five penalties, 52 yards. And this is going to be movement on Axtell and moving back even more. So the illegal procedure penalty moves the ball back to about the four. They need to get to the 25, so it's third and 21. The win now will be at the back of Axtell. So third and 21 after the motion penalty. First play of the second quarter. Marsh in the shotgun, back in his end zone. Has pressure, throws over the middle. It is complete to Stratman, but he's only going to make it to about the seven-yard line. And Loomis was all over that. They about deflected it in the end zone. So a short gain of three on the play, just trying to see what they could pick up on the screen. And now they're going to have to punt it out of their own end zone, trailing 14-6. 14-6. to six. Unofficially, I had Axtell for 42 yards and Loomis 97 in the first half. Just five yards rushing for Axtell, 37 through the air, 39 through the air, and 58 on the ground for Loomis. Here's the snap. It's through the hands of the punter. Trouble in the end zone. He just throws it up, and now this could be a touchdown instead of a safety. It is a touchdown. It is a touchdown for Loomis as the ball was knocked into the air after he tried to throw it away, and Alan Schultz will come away with the touchdown. And now the officials discussing in the end zone, was it an incomplete pass? Was it intentional grounding? Was it a fumble and recovered? Because it looked like the ball was thrown. And if it ended up on the ground, it would be an incomplete pass, but then you'd call grounding in the end zone, and it would be a safety. So there is a discussion on what's going on right here. 
But no matter what, Loomis is going to extend their lead. So pretty simple. Was it a pass or was it not a pass? So it is 14-6 in favor of the Loomis Wolves, and they're going to be ahead more as soon as the discussion is done. Again, we're in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership, Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. I think you're going to get a safety here just going by the body language of our officials down there. But what everybody wants is just a decision. And now a penalty flag comes out. I think that's what you're going to get. Illegal touching on the offense. but I don't know what that is. And now a safety. Okay. So you don't have the microphone here. The, the sideline can hear what our official is saying. So instead of a touchdown, it will be a safety. It looked like what would have happened there is the pass hit a lineman. And so if he caught it, it's still illegal touching. If it just hit him and fell to the ground, it's intentional grounding. Nonetheless, it's two points here for Loomis, and they've got a 10-point lead with 11-17 to go. In quarter number two, 16 to 6, Loomis leads Axtell, and we'll get some football going right after this. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And welcome back to high school football here from Axtell. Glad to have you along with us. For a little eight-man afternoon action. And so now a free kick, and it looks like they will elect Axtell to punt the ball. And that is Hunter Stratman, although it was Jared Klein who was going to punt the ball in the end zone. So Stratman to boot it away from the 15-yard line when they blow it ready. Aspen Hemmerley are way deep. Let's see if he can get it that far with the Wind at his back, and he'll put it kind of right in the open area. Bounces at about the 25, picked up by Hammerly at the 20, starts to his left, 25, 30, looks for a crease. He'll be brought down by Lane Bertrand across the 33 and about the 34-yard line. So Lewis 16 and Axtell 6. Hammerly picks up the free kick, and Hammerly, after picking up that free kick, makes about 12 yards up the field. As we said, with the three turnovers and a safety now and the nine penalties, just waiting to get a flow to the game. So Hammerley on the free kick returns it to the 34, and we're ready to go. Again, under center, Asp, Lobby splits out to the left, two backs behind him. This time he'll send Walls in motion, pitches it to him around the right side. He'll be tripped up as he crosses the 35, get out to the 37-yard line. The tackle made by Hunter Stratman. In the first quarter, Walls had three carries, 24 yards, and a touchdown. The other touchdown, Asp hit Josh Marcy on a 25-yard pass. Second down and seven at their own 37-yard line. At the half, which is still 10 and a half away, it's the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. 
We'll talk about the games coming up. Not much to talk about of going on right now. Under center is Asp. Fakes the fullback. Goes counter to Abramson. And nothing doing here. Axtell's all over him. No gain on the play. It'll be third down and seven. Abramson had four carries, 22 yards in the first quarter. Asp, the quarterback, had four carries for eight yards on the ground. So third down, about six, six and a half. Maybe picked up about a football length, and if they make the 35 of Axtell, it would be a first down. Lobby's going to come out to the right side. The end of the left is Josh Marcy. That's the guy I think you got to watch. They hit him earlier. Asp under center. It's going to be a reverse. Lobby drops it in the backfield, and now he's just going to run for his life, and he'll be dropped. There was nowhere that was going. They were trying to use their speed, and definitely if Lobby could have got outside, he would have had a lot of yards, but Axtell had made such good penetration up the field that Lobby didn't have much of a chance. They'll lose about a yard and a half. We'll call it fourth down and eight. So Lobby, his first carry of the season, he really didn't have a chance. The play was already busted up. Now Asp back to punt it away. He had a 42-yard punt. But before they punt it, we're going to get a timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC with 9.24 to go in the first half. Luma 16, Axtell 6. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Doug Duda back with you here at Axtell. After the timeout, called by Loomis. Now setting up to punt it. Fourth down and eight from their own 37. The only man back deep is Braden Gomez. And let's see what Asp decides to do with the 10-point lead. Kicking into the wind. That should play into his favor. Not much of a rush, has time, kicks it high, and it's going nowhere. Straight up in the air, and it takes a horrible bounce. It's going to be a one-yard punt. It took a huge bounce backwards. It was a one-yard punt, folks. It would have been more. It would have been a negative punt had Isaac Walls not got over there and downed it. Well, that'll bring the 42-yard average down a little bit there for Mr. Asp. The first time, he kind of popped it in the air, got that spiral, and it took off with the wind. Here, he popped it up in the air, and it just sat there. That's the kind of duck you want to get when you go hunting right there, folks. But bad break for Loomis and a good break for Axtell. They've had some decent field position. The one time they had horrible field position at their own four, they drove it 76 yards for their only score. So let's see what they can do here. First down and 10 between the 37 and 38-yard line of Axtell in Loomis's territory. Out of the shotgun, Marsh. Draws back the pass, throws it over the middle, and it's going to be tipped, juggled, and caught. Caught by Danberg inside the 20. 15-10, five touchdown, Axtell. A 37-yard touchdown pass on a juggling catch by Tyler Danberg. And it's now 16-12. And again, that's a couple times Danberg has popped that ball up in the air where Loomis has had a chance to steal it away. This time he popped it forward and just continued his slant route and then broke tackles 
And again, once that ball was popped up in the air, everybody kind of went for the ball and not for Danberg. If they'd have just clocked him right there, he might not have uh, caught the football. But he concentrates and goes 37 yards for the score. 9.07 to go here in the second quarter. Two-point conversion coming up for Jacob Marsh. Marsh out of the pistol. Strapman to his left, wants to throw again, under some pressure, rolls out to his left, going to try and run for the pylon, and he got in there. Two-point conversion good for Marsh. So with 9.07 to go here in the first half of play, it is Loomis 16, Axtell 14 on the 37-yard touchdown pass from Marsh to Danberg, brought to you by Five Points Bank. And we're back after this on ESPN Radio. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. And ready to boot the ball away. Axtell, it's going to scoot out of bounds inside the 10. Looks like Loomis is going to make him re-kick it here. 16-14, Loomis with the lead, but Axtell getting into the end zone after the one-yard punt. A 37-yard touchdown pass from Jacob Marsh to Tyler Danberg. And Axtell will now have to boot it away from their own 25. Again, the wind at the back of kicker Hunter Stratman. Still 9.07 to go here in the second quarter. It's been a long first half. Enough passing, but a ton of penalties. And now Stratman to throw, or kick it away. Hunter this time, no problem, right down the middle. And it's going to be deflected, pick up by Ask at the 10. He's going to try the left side, 15, 20, 25. And Lane Bertrand with another special teams tackle at the 28-yard line. Give credit to this. Sophomore out there doing his job on special teams. That's the third special teams tackle, according to my unofficial count here. And Loomis will take over at their own 29. Still with the lead, 16-14. That lead because of a safety coming on a botched punt. So each team has had a little punt problems. But it turned into eight for Axtell. It was just two for Loomis. Asp now will be all by himself in the shotgun. As they spread it out with four, two in the slot, two wide. Man in motion, Abramson faked the jet sweep, want to go deep. Got Marcy down the middle of the field. He is on that long run, turns around. It's off his fingertips at the 20 and incomplete. He had good coverage there by Creighton Kring and started to play like a basketball player and box him out, try to catch it. But by the time he did all that, it was through his hands and incomplete. Asp now three, four, six in the game with a 25-yard touchdown pass, 39 yards for Marsh. 
He has put it up eight times and completed four of those two touchdowns. Second down and 10. Asp again out of the spread set. Swing pass out here into the flat to Walls. Gets what he can at the 30, the 35. Wrestled down by Danberg and out of bounds at the 36-yard line. It's going to be a gain of seven and bring up third down and three from their own 36. Again, coming up later tonight here on ESPN, Carney Catholic at Grand Island Central Catholic on 1460 and Skyler at Hastings on 1550. We'll have St. Cecilia Wilbur Claytonia on 1230 AM KHAS and Given at Minden on Classic Hits 98.9. Spread formation again on third down and three. Loomis at their own 36 up by two. Asp, two-man rush again. Steps up, can run if he wants, still wants to throw. Look to go deep, decides I'm going to get the first down and does across the 40 and steps out of bounds at the Axtell 37-yard line. That's going to be a gain of seven. Asked for a moment, thought about pulling the trigger downfield to Marcy because the backer started to come up, but he'd have been thrown against his body and decided and did the right thing, getting the first down. That'll be the first first down for Loomis here in the second quarter. They're eighth of the game. They move into Axtell territory, first and ten, and they like the spread set, so they're staying there. Just two down linemen for the Wildcats defensively. They'll swing it out here to Dennis on the left side, looks for a block, gets minimal gain inside the 35, stood up at about the 33, about a three-yard gain, second down and seven. Teams are doing a little bit better not getting the laundry on the field here in the first four minutes of the second quarter, which slowed down some drives. Didn't stop the drives, but they did slow down some drives in the first quarter for both teams. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HD TVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow. Whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. Equal housing lender. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get.
here on ESPN Radio. Sorry for the uh, delay there. What you missed was a sack of Levi Ask for two yards, and so Loomis went for it on fourth down, and they completed a swing pass, but for negative two yards, and so stopped on fourth down. Axtell will take over first and ten at their own 34-yard line, trailing 16-14 here at home. Fifth play, Gomez, and he slips. Wasn't touched, but slipped down at about his 31 or 32 and gained a two or loss of two for Gomez. So it's 16-14, Loomis, 6.50 and counting to go here in the first half. Axtell with the football. They have two touchdown passes from Jacob Marsh, hooking up with Danberg both times, one on a 16-yarder, the next on a 37-yarder. Or Loomis, a 10-yard run from Isaac Walls and a 25-yard pass from Levi Ask to Josh Marcy, then they also had a safety in there, and that's the difference in the game. Second down and 12. Out of the eye formation, Marsh trying to set up a screen. He's in trouble. He has the ball knocked free, a fumble, and it's covered by Loomis at the 25-yard line. It is punched away by Hunter Bonzoff and covered by Josh Marcy. Fumble recovery at the Axtell 26-yard line. That is the third turnover for Axtell, two fumbles and an interception. And now Loomis in business again. First and 10 at the 26. And we'll see what they're able to do here. On first down and 10, Asp out of the spread formation, back to pass, look to the end zone, it's covered. Now scrambles, now throws to the end zone. It's going to be picked off, hold through the hands of Lane Bertrand. Lane Bertrand just about picked it off at the end zone. And both teams kind of getting in that giving mood here. It's way too early for Christmas, but we see a lot of uh, dangerous plays here so far by both teams. It'll be second down and 10 at the 26. With 6.09 to go here before halftime. Back to that spread formation, twin right. But out wide left is Arifson. They will send Walls in motion, fake the handoff. Quarterback keeper on the read option. Asp will get to the 21-yard line before he stacks up there. He's going to get close to five, maybe closer to four when they finally mark it, and that'll bring up third down and six. A dangerous weapon there in Levi Asp. He's run for 21, and he's thrown for 50 yards here in the first half. Loomis would love to tack one on. They're going to get the ball to start the second half. Still 5.40 to go here in quarter number two. Coming up at halftime, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Stay with us for that. Spread the formation again. Pretty simple. Twin left, twin right. Out of the shotgun is a straight quarterback run by Ass. He's going to get the first down. Quarter 15, 10, and shoved out of bounds inside the 10 at about the seven-yard line. A gain of 14 for Levi Ask. And move the chains again here. Trying to take advantage of the fumble recovery by Marsty. First and goal for Loomis, leading at 16-14. Good downfield blocking that time by his two wideouts. And we'll see if Ask continues to just keep it in his hands until Axtell overcommits, and then he can start throwing it again. Lobby and Abramson to the left. Walls to the right, slot right is Marcy. First and goal to seven. Marcy in motion from right to left. Ask will just take the snap and follow him that way. 
but not much room. He's going to be shoved out of bounds at about the five-yard line, a gain of two. I guess that's a smart thing, too, by Loomis. They're not that big, and so instead of taking the hit, they just step out of bounds. It also gives them a lot more plays because the clock stops. And it looks like we're going to have a water break. Is that what we got? Nope. This would have been the time of the game for that water break. It's not terribly hot out there, but I thought for a minute that they were going to run them on out here. I think we're going to get a timeout for Loomis. That's exactly what we're going to get brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. It'll be the second timeout here for the Wolves with 5.14 to go in the first half. Loomis 16 and XL 14. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is the leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Second down and goal for Loomis at the five. Out of the pistol, it's going to be a straight run forward, and we're going to get penalty flags because they were shifting Andrew Dennis in motion out of the slot. I think he went upfield before the snap of the ball. And so a five yard illegal procedure penalty called here on Loomis, and that'll make it second and goal at the 10. Homecoming here. The cheerleaders for Axtell throwing candy into the crowd. That's the noise you hear out there. <laughs> the kids are more interested in that, obviously, than the game at the moment, which is 16-14 in favor of Axtell. Second in goal at the 10 after the penalty, the sixth of the game here on the Wolves. Long time in the huddle again. Trying to diagram this play. Break the huddle and run about 15 yards up to the football. And Ask will get them set down with Six seconds to go. The five-second count is on. He'll take the snap. Starts to run left, and it's all purple. All purple. Led there by Creighton Kring and finished off by the big man, A.J. Skaggs. Another loss on the play for Aspen. They're starting to get a little too comfortable with Levi running the football. He's going to lose two on the play, and it'll be third and goal back at the twelve. Loomis trying to count on Axtell covering the pass, but they've done a good job of covering the run right now with Levi Ask. Third down and goal. And another timeout on the field, but this time defensively by Axtell. With 4.35 remaining here in quarter number two. Timeout on the field by the Cats. It remains Loomis 16, Axtell 14. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, 
a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. All right, goal to go again for Lewis, but now they're back at their own 12. Third and goal, up 16-14. Pass. Sends a man in motion right to left. He's back to pass again. Has all day. Throws it underneath. Caught at the 10. Marcy to the 5, and he'll be drugged down at the 3-yard line by Hunter Stratton. A gain of 9. It'll be fourth down and goal at about the 3-yard line. So they get a good chunk of yardage there and gives them a manageable fourth down. Just like a two-point conversion here for Loomis. Asks comes over to talk with Coach Maskey on the sideline and see what the play is here. But can Axdale come up with a fourth down stop and take over? Keep the momentum on their side, or will Loomis take it out to a eight-point lead? Asp is under center. Fourth and goal from the three. He'll take the handoff, just give it to Abramson, who crashes off left guard and into the end zone for a Loomis touchdown. They didn't get fancy. They just handed it off to Kale Abramson, who's in for his first touchdown of the game, a three-yard touchdown run. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. 3.46 to go here in the third quarter, the second quarter, and it's 22-14. Now the two-point conversion. They ran the swinging gate the second time, and it worked. They're going to set it up again. And now Axel's got a spy on Levi Ass. So they'll swing it out to the outside to Lobby. The old swinging gate was a true swinging gate, and Lobby breaks three tackles and gets into the end zone for the two-point conversion. You don't see that every day. But it was the true swinging gate where Abramson, the center, didn't snap it back to Ass. He swung it off to his left side. And the conversion is good. With 3.46 to go here in the second quarter, it is Loomis 24 and Axel 14. We'll be right back. Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. If you're a grower looking for big yield, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. And ready to boot the ball away here for Loomis is Hunter Bontop. He'll hit as far as he can. Jared for Trayon takes it at the 13-yard line. Left side, 20, 25. And he'll run it out to the 27, 28-yard line before he is tackled out of bounds. 
And it'll be first down and 10 for Axtell. This is a T-series for Axtell. Now down by 10. And Loomis will get the ball to start the second half. So see if they can get something done before the end of the half. And they've got 341 and two timeouts, so plenty of time to do it. Mark the ball officially at their own 29-yard line. Loomis just getting in on a three-yard touchdown run on fourth and goal from Cale Abramson. And let's see what Axel does with the win at their back. Both their touchdowns through the air by Marsh. Braden Gomez has not been able to get on track here. Power eye formation. Quick snap, fake the handoff. Marsh wants to run and right back there. Bonchoff fights off his blocker and gets Marsh before he can even turn up the field. Marking back at the 23-yard line. That's going to be a loss of six on the play. And there wasn't really much Marsh could do there. He hadn't even turned yet before he was hit by the Wolf defender. So second down, about 16 yards to go. Don't forget the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report is coming up here on ESPN Radio. First half stats, preview some of the games coming up tonight for you. In the backfield is Hunter Stratman with his quarterback Marsh in the shotgun. Stratman to block, has time, throws it as far as he can, but it's too deep, and Aft even can't get to it. It was supposed to be a stop route, at least that's what Gomez did, and Marsh threw it as far as he could, and it bounces at the 25-yard line of Loomis and incomplete. They'll bring up third down and 16. Axel has not been able to do anything on the ground so far. Negative three yards rushing, according to my tally, after really running the ball good last week against the Rappahoe. It was 14-6 Loomis at the end of one. Now they've got a 24-14 lead. Third and 15 here for Axel. Gomez in motion. They fake it to him. Want to throw it out here to Braden. Oh, and on a stop pattern, he can't hold it. It wouldn't have mattered. It was just a short pass play. Would not have had the first down. And he was kind of shielded and still almost made the catch. So fourth down coming up now for Axel. And that'll bring up a punting situation. They've attempted one, but they were in their own end zone and dropped the ball. Jared Klein now. The punt away. Ask the only man back. Ball spotted at the 24 of Axtell. Snaps low, fumbled, and it's going to be picked up by Lewis. Didn't even get a chance to kick it away. It's covered by Abramson back at the 15-yard line. The fourth turnover for Axtell, and this is at their 15-yard line. So Abramson with the fumble recovery at the Axtell 15, and they have plenty of time to punch another one in with 2.51 to go here before half. And they do have one timeout remaining. The ball officially, we marked, at the 14-yard line. So, first down and 10. And now, Ask has Abramson behind him. Off to the right is Wall. And the handoff to Abramson and a penalty flag as Abramson gets inside the 10 and close to the 5-yard line. But that penalty flag looks like it's coming right from where we would see some holding. He must have been the one that was the recipient of the chop block. And that's exactly what it is, a chop block on Loomis. And while they figure that out, uh, Billy, let's switch it back over to the uh, Skype and continue on. 
I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at platteroofreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com that they can uh, rip off some chunks of yards. They haven't had a whole lot of big plays. Did have a 25-yard touchdown pass. Asp out of the shotgun. Trips to the right side. Throws it to the left side to lobby one-on-one. Just tries to make the man miss. And he has held up long enough to uh, get the tackle after a short gain to the 27. Nice job out there by Jacob Marsh. So a short gain on the play of about four, maybe three and a half. And it'll bring up Second down and long. Need about 22. Ball at the 27. Need to get to just inside the five. Coming up the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. 24 to 14 Loomis. Out of the shotgun ass. Fakes it left. Wants to go deep, but Lobby's covered. He's going to throw it anyway. Lobby to the end zone. Can't quite catch up with it. Asp did the right thing. He overthrew everybody. Good coverage back there by Creighton Crane. And Jacob Marsh. So it'll bring up third down and 24 to go. 22, whatever you want to call it. We'll say 22. Ball at the 26-yard line of Axtell. Wind still into Loomis as they move from left to right. Axtell right to left on your radio dial. Third down and 22. Loomis has Asp again in the shotgun with the four spread. They give him time. They're going to throw it underneath. Complete there to Marcy. Coming off the block and making the tackle is Hunter Stratman at the 20-yard line. It's a gain of seven, but that's a great job by Stratman. Kind of the old bend, but don't break. They threw it underneath to Marcy, and Stratman fought it off and made the tackle. It's still fourth down at about 15 yards to go, maybe 16 more accurate. Clock running with a minute 25. Loomis wants to make sure and use a little time here. If they don't convert, they don't want to give the ball to Axtell with much more than a minute. They do have one timeout, and the coaches say just stand there. They may eat it and actually take the five-yard penalty. Coaches are going to let that happen, or they'll call the timeout as it gets down to one. So that'll be the final timeout of the first half here for Loomis. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 105 to go second quarter. Loomis 24. Axtell 14. It's homecoming here for the Wildcats. They're trying to make a stand on fourth down. We'll see what happens after this timeout. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Doug Duda back with you here from Axtell. Fourth down, 16 for Loomis at the 21-yard line. Asp under center now gets out of there. Abramson to throw it to Asp out of the backfield, covered by Mars to the end zone, and knocked down. The ball hit the ground. Asp tries to claim that he caught it. Does a good athletic move, but it falls incomplete, and Axtell, good coverage there by Jacob Marsh. 
and it'll be first down and 10 for Axtell. 59 seconds to go. Let's see if Axtell tries anything fancy or just gets it into the locker room here at halftime. So a little trickeration there for Loomis, but Axtell was ready. Well run play, well covered. 24-14, Axtell has one minute and two timeouts if they want to try anything. They will send Stratman in motion, give it to him on the jet sweep right side, has a hole, 25, gets tripped up as he's just short of the first down by Isaac Walls out to about the 27, and Axtell's going to go ahead and burn the timeout right there. They'll have one remaining. It's going to be a gain of eight on the play, they're going to say, for Stratman, and that's their best run of the entire first half. Brings up second down and two. Timeout on the field brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 48 seconds to go, second quarter. Loomis 24, Axtell 14. We'll be right back. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. A gorgeous afternoon for football. A little breeze for the fans out there. Not too hot for the players. Second down and two. Axel at their own 28. 48 seconds to go here in the first half. And it's going to be Gomez takes the direct snap. Runs, gets the first down 30. Cuts back 35. He'll be brought down at the 37 by Brian Hemmerly. And that is a first down. A gain of 10 for Gomez. And the fifth first down of the game unofficially for Axtell. But if they're going to get something going, they need to hustle up into that uh, huddle and come up over the football with Nate Lundeen. He's playing center right now. Clock rolls with 38 seconds. First and 10 at their own 37. Now Marsh will take the snap. Three-step drop, has time, now has to roll, and a sacked. Boy, it looked like he had time. And the sack by Hunter Bonzoff back to the 28-yard line and a timeout by Axtell to stop the clock. So they lost the 10 yards that they just made. That is the third sack of the game here. And Bonzoff, who was double-teamed, looked like when he fought through those, that was going to be in, and he just kind of dove at the legs and wrapped up Marsh, the quarterback. So that will bring up second down and 20. And without any timeouts, I wouldn't get too crazy here if I was Axtell. You haven't been able to really roll the ball down the field a whole lot. You don't want to make a mistake and give Loomis a freebie here before halftime. It's still a football game, and you still got an opportunity to win this game on homecoming. Just have to find a way to do a little bit better job running the football, which is what we thought they would do. They're doing a good job passing it because of the way Loomis is defending them, but they really haven't just been able to run over Loomis, and you shouldn't run over them every single play, but you kind of thought that that would be the game plan for Axtell, and it hasn't worked. They've tried it. It really hasn't worked. As we said, Gomez just 15 yards, and he got 10 of those on the last time he carried it. Now they'll split Gomez out wide to the right. 28 seconds to go, second and 20. Low snap, Marsh is able to pick it up, throws over the middle. It's complete to Tyler Danberg, and he's going to get 11 yards. Tackled in the middle of the field, though, and the clock will continue to run. Tickety-tick, tick, tick, tick. 
We're down to 12 seconds, and they might just spike the ball. Yeah, they took way too long to do it, but that's high school. You don't probably practice that a whole lot, and they'll spike it, and that'll give them time for one more play with seven seconds to go, and it's fourth down. So they are 43 yards away from the end zone. Go to that bag of tricks, and maybe even have somebody besides Marsh throw the football. Or you're going to see something over the middle with the hook and lateral. Or you just hand it off to Gomez and see if he can pad his stats a little bit and maybe break one. Gomez spread out wide to the right. The dangerous man has been Tyler Danberg. He's to the left. And back to pass Marsh. Pump fake left. Now right. Now he's going to take off and run. 40, 35, 30. He'll be brought down at the Loomis 28-yard line. And time will expire. It's a 15-yard run for Jacob Marsh, but they're unable to convert here in the final minute. So at halftime here on a nice day at Loomis, or at Axtell, it is Loomis 24 and Axtell 14. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Homecoming activities to take place here at Axtell, and we've got a whole lot to bring your way. So stay with us here on ESPN Radio. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Sign, click, deposit. Nebraska Land National Bank is now offering mobile deposit. You can now deposit your checks whenever and wherever it's convenient for you. Because we all know sometimes 24 hours in a day just isn't enough. Download our mobile banking app to your smartphone and start depositing checks the easy way. Visit us online at nebraskalandbank.com slash mobile deposit for more information. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney And welcome back to Axtell Halftime of a little Friday afternoon football. And your score, the Loomis Wolves on their opening game of the year, leading Axtell, who's playing their second game, by a score of 24-14. to And this is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Well, we've seen maybe a little more passing of the football than we anticipated in this football contest, but it has worked. In fact, that's how Axtell has picked up both of their touchdowns. And for Levi Asp, he has one through the air for Loomis as well to Josh Marcy. They've also uh, picked up a touchdown run for uh, Abramson that uh, was able to uh, get him that 24-14 lead. The other touchdown, a 10-yard run by Isaac Walls on the opening possession of the football game. Actually, Loomis won the toss, deferred, kicked a squib kick to uh, Axtell, who had pretty good field position at their own 33, but the first play of the game, the ball was fumbled away as Dennis covered it for Loomis, 
Andrew Dennis after Walls popped it loose, and they were able to take it the 29 yards into the end zone for the touchdown, make it 6 nothing. Then uh, Axtell was able to battle back here. Goes 76 yards from their own four. Marsh hooked up with Danberg for the first of two times from 16 yards. He hooked up with him later on a 37-yard uh, reception that Danberg was able to reach back and kind of juggle forward to himself. That cut up to 16-14. At the time, the difference was a safety on a botched punt snap in the end zone for Axtell and uh, recovered for a two-point safety. They actually had called uh, illegal touching, and so that was a penalty in the end zone for the safety. And then tacking on the three-yard touchdown run on fourth and goal from Abramson. And then actually uh, Loomis had the ball again with a chance to score, but had a fourth and long and had the ball knocked down in the end zone on fourth and 15 with a minute to go. But uh, Loomis will get the ball to start the second half of our game here today. And so a chance to get some things done and a good start here for the Loomis Wolves. As we said, they have uh, played their first game of the year. Last week, Axtell a ton of offense in the second quarter. They were shut out in the first quarter. It was 0-0 with Arapahoe and then 38-38 at halftime in a game that ended up 72-66 Arapahoe as Arapahoe scored on the final play of the contest. Got a little volleyball going on today. As we said, Axtell won both of their games last night in the season opening triangular here for a homecoming. But uh, the Husker volleyball team playing the Nebraska invite at home tonight, 6 o'clock against Iowa State. Then tomorrow afternoon at 2.30, they will be taking on Oregon State. UNK playing right now their first match of the season out in Colorado against Edinburgh from Pennsylvania. And Hastings College just getting their second match uh, underway as well. Uh, playing Oklahoma City at the Bellevue Tournament. They already beat 17th-ranked Madonna University in straight sets this morning to remain undefeated on the early portion of the season. Football, UNK fell last night in the season opener to Missouri Western, 44-21. to Hastings will open up tomorrow at home with Bethany at 4 o'clock on 1230 KHAS. And then, of course, on the breeze, 94.5 pregame at 2, kickoff at 7 as the Huskers take on Fresno State. Here it's halftime, 24-14, Loomis leading Axtell. We'll be back to preview what's coming up tonight for high school football after this. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. 
Well, high school football did get underway for the week last night with a handful of games across the state. The marquee game was the top two teams in Class B battling, and Elkhorn South was able to beat Omaha Scut 33-24. Also in B, Beatrice rolled out Nebraska City 46-6 in Class A. It was Norfolk over Fremont 45-8, and Omaha Northwest blanked Omaha Benson 43 to nothing. It uh, was the first time we see that Omaha Northwest has been 2-0, just 2-0 in 25 years, so... Good to see them uh, get off to a good start. Also last night, from uh, closer to our area, Medicine Valley beat Sutherland 48-18. to And in the northeast, St. Mary's of O'Neill beat Clearwater Orchard 28-16. to Coming up tonight in the area in Class A, it's Hall of Fame night for Kearney High. Five inductees, including Rob Lewis and Derek Dial, who are a big part of the early 2000 Bearcat football teams. Uh, they are among those going into the Hall of Fame tonight as Kearney takes on Lincoln East in a top-10 matchup. Grand Island will be at North Platte. In Class B, some of the games include Skyler at Hastings on ESPN 1550. York is at Lexington. Northwest is at Alliance. Sydney's at Aurora. And Scott's Bluff has made the trip out to take on Holdridge. In C1 tonight, I'll be heading over to Minden as the Whippets take on Gibbon at 7 o'clock on Classic Hits 98.9. And then here on ESPN 1460, Kearney Catholics at Grand Island Central Catholic. Also tonight, it will be Adam Central at Milford Dorchester, Shadrons at Cozad, some other games of note, O'Neill at Ord, Ogallala at Gothenburg, Chase County's at Broken Bow, Wayne is at Boone Central, Newman Grove. In Class C2, it is on 1230 KHAS, the top two teams in the state, Hastings St. Cecilia playing at Wilbur Claytonia. Also tonight, Centura's at Wood River, Malcolm's at Sutton, St. Paul's at Cross County, Southern Valley travels to Hershey. It'll be Fillmore Central at Sandy Creek. Donovan Trumbull is at North Platte St. Pat's, Arcadia Loop City up at Valentine. Long road trip there for the Rebels in Central City. Also a trip as they play at Logan View. In Class D1 tonight, it is Ainsworth at South Loop, Superior's at Ravenna, Kennesaw travels to Palmer, Overton is at Southwest, Meridian is at McCool Junction, Humphrey, Lindsay Holy Family is at Nebraska Christian. Also going on tonight, Blue Hill is at Franklin, should be a good one when Bertrand travels to Elm Creek, Alma's at Northern Valley, Kansas, Amherst, after a tough loss last week, will go to fourth-ranked Perkins County and Cambridge is at Decatur Community in Kansas. In other games in D2 tonight, and Selma Myrna trying to bounce back from the upset loss to Ansley last week will be at Twin Loop. SEM is at Shelton. Exeter Milligan at Lawrence Nelson. That's been a good one for a long time. Pleasanton's at Giltner. Fullerton heads up to Windside. Brady's at Eustis Farnham. Blue Hill, as we mentioned, takes on Franklin. And then Ansley Litchfield is at Stapleton. Six-man action. We've got another game going on this afternoon. Elwood leading Elba 57 to nothing. That is in the third quarter. Riverside is at Wilcox-Hildreth. Silver Lake's at Hampton. Red Cloud is at Walt Hill. Hartland Lutheran is hosting Maywood Hayes Center. And St. Ed is at Harvard in six-man action. Here it is Loomis 24 and Axtell 14. We'll look at the first half numbers right after this timeout. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. 
can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Doug Duda with our producer engineer, Billy Thompson. Let's take a look at the first half stats unofficially what I have for Axtell. Braden Gomez, after 198 yards last week, eight carries, 15 yards so far in the first half. Hunter Stratman, four carries, 14 yards. And Jacob Marsh, three carries for negative nine. In fact, he got 15 on the last play of the half where it would be Worse than that, uh, 15 carries, 20 yards, and as we said, 15 of them came on that last uh, carry. Uh, Marsh was sacked three times for negative 24 there in the first quarter, first half. Through the air, Marsh has had a couple of uh, nice touchdown passes. In the first quarter, he was 3 of 6. In the second quarter, I have him 4 of 8, so he's right at 50%, 7 of 14 uh, in the football game. He did throw one interception. He has two touchdowns so far. And as we add up the yardage real quickly here, 40, 51, 62, 83, 99 yards, it looks like, unofficially through the air, 20 on the ground. So that's 198 for five first downs, four penalties for 28 yards. The big story, the four turnovers, one of them the fumbled punt. So uh, they have three fumbles and a pick. So far in this game, no punts yet. They've tried to punt twice. One of them, a safety. The second one was covered by Abramson with under three minutes to go here in the first half, but they weren't able to turn that into points. So those are the numbers for Amherst or Axtell. And again, their two scores are both touchdown passes from Marsh to Danberg, 16 yards to the freshman Tyler Danberg and 37 yards to Danberg after a one-yard punt from Axtell. We'll come back and look at the numbers for Loomis right after this. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Let's take a look now at the uh, first half numbers for the Loomis Wolves, who lead the ball game by a score of 24. 214. I have Cale Abramson, six carries, 26 yards, and a touchdown. Brian Hemmerly, one carry, four yards. Isaac Walls, four carries, 27 yards, and a touchdown. Drew Lobby, one carry, negative two. And Levi Asp, 11 carries for 35 yards. 29 rushing attempts already for Loomis in the football game. And it looks like that results in 90 yards through the air. Asp has been uh, pretty solid out there. Let's make it 30 carries for 86. There was a four-yard loss on a sack fumble for the team. So 30 carries, 86 yards. I have Asp 8 out of 12 through the air, no interceptions, and one touchdown. 14, 21, 46, 49, 60 yards through the air, 86 on the ground. 
146 for Loomis. Axtell actually has more yards, but Loomis has had the short field because of all the turnovers. Seven penalties on Loomis for 72 yards in the first half. One fumbled loss and two punts. 142 yards and one one yard. Nine first downs is what I have for Loomis. Ten-yard run by Isaac Walls. 25-yard touchdown pass from Asp to Josh Marcy. A safety and then the three-yard run by Cale Abramson. And at the half, 24-14, Loomis on top of Axtell. And that is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County. Contact Ravenna Sanitation for more information. And the teams were ready to go, but it looked like we did have three more minutes here of the warm-up time, so they have to take that, and we'll be close to kicking things off here in the third quarter of play. We will take a final break. Be ready for the second half after this. Community is a place that means coming together, a place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm. The day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Doug Gouda, Billy Thompson on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Glad to have you along with us from Axtell. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Brad Nelson and the crew here for their hospitality. I'm sure we'll see Brad and his volleyball girls in the very, very near future. So uh, keep up to date on that. Uh, Right now, waiting for the ball to be teed up. Axtell will boot it away. Loomis will return it. They'll put Levi Asp back at the five-yard line. Everybody just waiting for the last minute to tick off the halftime clock. So it was a pretty long first half. With all the passing and out-of-bounds and penalties, we had a total of 11 accepted penalties in the first half. We had five turnovers, and it didn't exactly result in as many points as we would normally see in an eight-man game. Still under control at 24-14, but for Axtell, they've got to come up with a good defensive stop or have something happen like uh, Loomis did to start the game when they caused a fumble and took it in. So ready to boot it away into the wind will be Hunter Stratman as we're ready to get the second half of football on this afternoon underway. There's more afternoon football coming up later this year, actually a few more six- and eight-man games than usual, and we'll keep you up to date on that. But here we go. Stratman ready to boot it away. Puts the foot into it. Low line drive taken at the 15-yard line. They pitch it back to Asp, who's at the nine, heads to the right side. That was probably not a good idea. Penalty flags, and he is going to be dropped at the 12 by number 12, Creighton Kring, Brian Hammerly, probably could have been another 10 yards up the field to the 25, and instead they're at the 12, and there's a penalty flag. This will be the worst starting. They're going to pick it up. This will probably be the worst starting field position of the game, even without a penalty call there for Loomis. So the pitch back to Asp, and it was all purple chasing him down at the 12. 
First down and 10 here for Loomis. Put it up 13 times, although it seemed like more than that in the first half of play. And for Marsh, he put it up 14 times for Axtell. Been about two sets here over the last 20 plays for Loomis. They either spread it four or they do this, asp under center and go off set pro. And they will hand it off on first and 10. And looking for some room is going to be Abramson. Got off the first tackle, fights his way to about the 19-yard line or the 14-yard line, just a short gain of two for Kale. Asp with 35 yards rushing, Walls with 27, Abramson now with 28. So not a lot of huge plays. The biggest play of the game for Loomis was the 37, uh, excuse me, the 25-yard touchdown pass to Marcy. Second down and eight. Stay out of that power with Lobby set to the right side. They'll put Walls in motion, pitch it to him left side, follows a block to the 15, and rolls over a couple of defenders to the 17. So far, the first couple of plays, Axtell really pursuing the ball well here. Going to be a gain of three for Isaac Walls, and we'll call it third down and five. And Axtell, one more play here, and they will have the mission accomplished. Force a three and out, get good field position, and get something going here out of the halftime locker room. Loomis, again, takes a long time to break the huddle. Doesn't take them long when they come over the ball, though, as they come set. Again, with that power formation. Asp with the hard count. Doesn't get him to jump. Gives it to Abramson. Tries to follow his block. Does to the 20. There's going to be a hold called on that turn-up field on Loomis. But if you're Axtell... You're going to decline this and force fourth down because he only made it to the 18-yard line. Even though the penalty is behind the line of scrimmage, you could get about third and 16, but it would be fourth and about three or four yards. And that way you would force Loomis to punt the football. And that is what they'll do, decline the penalty. So a short run, maybe a yard that time for Kale, And we'll call it fourth down and four at the... 19-yard line. So we've had a 42-yard punt with the wind behind his back and a one-yard punt into the wind. Asp ready to punt the ball away. Back to receive it. Will be Gomez at the 30. Here's the snap. Not much of a rush. Takes his time. Pops it up in the air. There's a nice punt again. Fair catch called for and made at the 23-yard line. So Not bad, 38-yard punt, no return, and Axtell forces the three and out, and will take over here with 10-18 to go in quarter number three, trailing at 24-14 at their own 23-yard line. So quarterback Jacob Marsh, who threw for 99 yards and two touchdowns in the first half, will lead his purple-clad home Axtell Wildcats out onto the field to start the second half. Center is Nate Lundeen out of the pistol formation. Jet sweep to Gomez. Follows his block around the left side. Turns the corner 25. Makes a man miss 30. Does a little more dance in first down. Up to the 34-yard line. And a gain of 12 on the play for Braden Gomez. That's his best run of the entire game. And a first down here for Axtell. Mark it right on the 35-yard line. And a Wildcats. Getting things off to a good start here to start the third quarter of play. KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, 24-14 Loomis. 
And 10 minutes and approaching here in quarter number three. Jet sweeps Trapman from the left to the right this time. Follows his block, doesn't get a lot, runs forward and is gang tackled there by Jared Blinko and Cale Abramson. Got about a yard and a half on the play. We'll call it second down and eight after the two-yard gain from Hunter. Moves it out to the 37-yard line. Can you keep waiting for a big play to break here because both teams have a little speed, but we have not seen a big run play yet in this game. Second down and a long eight. They'll go with that pistol, which means Stratman to the left, Gomez to the right of the quarterback, Marsh. Four down linemen ready to rush. Fake the handoff they want to throw. Underneath, it is complete to Stratman, and then it's knocked away. Are they going to call it a catch and a fumble? Yes, they are. They're going to call it a catch and fumbled out of bounds at midfield. A gain of three to the 40. It'll be third down and five. So maybe a little bit of a break there for Axtell. Marsh runs over to the sideline, talk to Coach Miller and get the play every single time. They're going to line up in the I formation with both of the ends in. No wideouts. Stratman about a half yard behind the quarterback, Marsh. Pitch play, Gomez. Power left side. Tries to follow his blocks. Nowhere to go. He is stood up in the backfield, tries to break free, but now two, three, four Loomis Wolves are there. And the tackle made by Andrew Dennis and Jared Blinko. A loss of a yard on the play for Gomez, and that'll bring up fourth down and about seven. And it'll be a punting situation for Axtell. So both teams three and out. Who can win the battle of the punters? Or will they punt? Coach Miller over here drawing something up for Marsh. He looks hesitant and runs back out to the midfield stripe to talk to his team. It's fourth and seven. They're going to line up to go for it with 8.35 to go in the third quarter, down 10. And they will. Marsh back to pass. Wants to throw deep, and it's underthrown. Coming back for it, though, is Danberg. Can't quite get there. Looked like that might have been the intentional underthrow. And Danberg just couldn't quite get to it, and it'll be a first down. Good idea. If Danberg had gotten back to it, it was man-on-man, and he'd already beat his guy. But now great field position for Loomis as they'll take over at the 38-yard line of Axtell, leading it 24-14, 8.27 to go here in the third quarter on ESPN, 14.60 and 15.50, and PlatteRiverPreps.com, our online streaming, brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Now they go spread with Asp out of the shotgun. Marcy slides from left to right, gives him trips that side. Asp steps up, throws it as far as he can, and he is going to overshoot his intended receiver, Isaac Walls. And again, Asp has the arm, and he's overshot his guy three or four times on the deep pattern. Those are really the only incomplete pats that Levi has. He was 8 of 12 in the first half, and that's for sure the third deep ball that he's overthrown, 8 of 13. Defensive substitutions here, about four of them for Axtell. Second down and 10. They're going to bring the big guys out. Skaggs and Trampy are both coming to the sideline. Let's see if now they try to put some more pressure on Asp. Instead of putting big linemen there, maybe they're going to bring a little quicker lineman out there. Still just two men down out of the spread. Asp back to pass again. Three-step drop. Has all day. Throws it down the right sideline, and it is tipped and incomplete. Will they call it a catch? It looked like it hit the ground. They're going to call it a catch. 
Brain Gomez tipped it, and it ends up in the hands of Isaac Walls at the 17-yard line of Axtell. That is a 25-yard completion with a little help from the ground for Loomis. That is their 10th first down unofficially, and they're in the Axtell red zone again. Mark it at the 16. First down and 10, already up 24-14. Eight minutes and counting here in the third quarter. Keep that spread formation. It seems to be working. Marcy's lined up as the H-back left. Asp with the snap. Three-step drop again. Rolls to his left. He's going to take off and run. 15, 10, out of bounds at about the nine-yard line as he was chased by three purple jerseys. A gain of seven on the play for Levi Asp. I've got him for 42 yards rushing. It'll bring up second down and three yards to go. He is the man that is controlling the football game right now as Levi Asp. You've had a great game by the freshman Tyler Danberg for Axtell, and Marsh has done good too, and back made a couple of nice plays here in the early portion of the third quarter on defense. Now Asp will line up under center. Abramson behind him, walls offset to the right. Second and three. Rolling to his right is Asp trying to follow the blockers. It's strung out. He will turn the corner to the five and get to the pylon and into the end zone. Touchdown. He had to tightrope the last four yards, but he did it. And a nine-yard touchdown run by Levi Asp is able to finish things off after Axtell went for it at their own 38 and could not convert. So the 38-yard drive capped off by the nine-yard touchdown run from Levi Asp, his first on the ground to go along with one in the air. Touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And now the two-point conversion. That's all either team has went for in the game. They will split out Hemily wide left. Everybody else in tight, Asp under center. Takes the snap, rolls right option, pitches it. It's fumbled, and they will not get in. It was behind Kale Abramson. So the run is no good, and with 7.39 to go in the third quarter, it is Loomis 30, Axtell 14. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN Radio. I love this boat. I love the way the motor sounds, the cool black and red colors on the side, the sound of the water rippling along the edges. You know, the best choice I made this year was going to see Buzz's Marine. I can't believe this is my boat. I'm sorry. We interrupt this dream because you don't have a new performance boat from Buzz's Marine. But you can. Take your dream boat out of your head and into the water. Go to Buzz's Marine showroom and check out their wide variety of new and used boats just in time for the 60th summer celebration. Join the party and buy a boat, low monthly payments, and endless summer vacation. Buzz's Marine is celebrating 60 summers of serving the Midwest. Your fun in the sun for the summer will be there waiting for you at Buzz's Marine in Kearney. Friday afternoon football on your sports station, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Levi Asp is going to kick it away for Loomis, and he'll put his foot into it. It's a low end-over-end kick, and it got away inside the 10, inside the 5, and luckily for Axtell, It got to the end zone. Jarrett Bertrand, who was back there for the second time, really wanted to return it, and he just couldn't quite get to it. It was like a short hop to a shortstop, and it skipped underneath him. So it will be a touchback here for the first time in the game, and Axtell will take over 
at their own 15-yard line. Now trailing 30-14, to 14, but still two scores. They'd have to get the two-point conversions to get this tied up. The key is to get the run game going, and they just have not been able to do that as they will go pistol with both backs, Stratton and Gomez flanking him, trying to pass his marsh. Here comes the rush, steps up, avoids it. He's going to run. He's got some room to run. 15, 20, 22-yard line, a gain of seven for Jacob Marsh. He has not taken off very much in this football game. In fact, his only other positive run was on the last play of the first half. So it'll be second down. Call it about two and a half to go here for Axtell. The key now move the chains. The big boys are back in there up front at the guards and Skaggs and Trampy. And they're going to run double tight end out of that I formation. Turn, give it to the fullback, Stratman, big hole into the linebackers, dragging Wolves with him, 30-35. And he'll be brought down there for a first down, 13 yards on the gain for Hunter Stratman and another Axtell. First down, and that is exactly what we were expecting to see throughout the first half of this game is line up and run a little smash-mouth football. And Marsh, after his scramble for seven, just hands it off to Stratman, and that's the thing when you put so many guys in the box defensively, if you get three or four yards upfield, there's only a couple defensive backs left to even bring you down. And Hunter Stratman's the kind of guy as a senior that could take it to the house. First and 10 at their own 35-yard line. Same eye formation. And the quarterback fumbled the ball, so he'll have to eat it. Marsh is dropped for a three-yard loss. Fourth sack, if you want to call it that. He faked the handoff to Stratman and then bobbled the ball and just decided to fall down at his own 32-yard line. Second down and 13. We've got more high school volleyball coming your way next week on Tuesday after Labor Day, Adams Central and St. Cecilia on 1230 KHAS. Then on Thursday, Kearney is at Hastings on the Breeze, 94.5. Adams Central will host Kearney Catholic and Blue Hill on Classic Hits. Gomez lined up right. They sent him in motion. Jet sweep, hand it to the fullback. Stratman makes a nice move with a 35-40. Runs over a man and gets the first down to the Loomis 33-yard line. That's a hard run from Hunter Stratman. He goes from... 32 of his own to 33 the other way, and that's 15 yards for Stratman. And after being held to 14 yards in the first half, already 30 yards here in the second half for the 200-pound senior fullback. First and 10 at the Loomis, 33. Still 30-14. to 14. Loomis, 540 to go in the third quarter. Gomez in motion. They give it to him on the jet sweep around the left side. Again, gets a good block from Stratman to the 30. Dances around, and he'll be brought down at about the 26-yard line by Hemily. And he's going to get about seven more on the play. It'll be second down and three. So this is being a little more disciplined right now for Axtell and converting as Creighton Kring is going to come in here offensively. 5'11 sophomore, been playing some good defense. Now he turns around and runs off the field. They thought maybe Gomez needed out, but he says, I'm fine. So they hustle up to the line of scrimmage out of that eye. Second and three at the 26. Fire off the ball. And we got penalty flags. And let's see what happens. Looked like the center went on first indication, and nobody else did. So that'll be a five-yard illegal procedure call. So it'll be the fifth penalty of the game against Axtell. 
and back about five yards to the 31-yard line. Second down, we'll call it about eight. And just when things are rolling along for the Cats, that'll slow them down. Let's see if they can overcome that. Second down and eight at the 31 of Loomis. Seven men in the box. They bring in at the fullback, Jared Klein, and they'll hand it off, but the quarterback's hit. Stratman barely got it. Now he breaks free. 25, first down, stood up at the 23. He's right at that first down marker, and Marsh got rolled up on his shoulder, and he comes off to the sideline to get the play. But enough for a first down. Hunter Stratman with 52 yards to go. Five first downs here in this quarter after getting just five the whole first half. Four and a half to go, third quarter. Axtell has yet to put any points on the board, but they overcome that penalty, and they're on the move. First and 10 at the 23-yard line of Loomis. Now out of the pistol. Give it to Stratman again. He gets to the 20, inside the 20 to the 18-yard line, and maybe they found that Hunter Stratman has got it going on. A gain of five. It'll be second down and, well, they're going to give him four, make it about second and six, it looks like. Closer to the 19 than the 18. Stand disciplined is what they want to do on the Axdale sideline. Take their time. The run game is working. And Stratman has not been shy either way. Go left, go right. Second and six. Fake it to him. Quarterback Marsh wants to run. Gets to the outside. It's all him. Gets to the 15 and steps out of bounds there. Boy, he had four different green jerseys coming after him, and Marsh somehow able to do the tango down to the 15-yard line and pick up four. That'll bring up third down and short, about two yards to go. They need to get to the 18, ball spotted, or need to get to the 13, ball spotted at the 15-yard line. It does stop the clock with 3.36 to go here in the third quarter of a 30-14 Loomis lead, a nine-yard run, by Levi Asp, the only score of the game. Second half. Marsh out of the pistol. Gives it to Stratman off the left side. Has the first down. Spin moving more inside the 10. Works his way down to about the 8. Seven more for Hunter Stratman. And another Axtell first down. It's going to be first and goal here for the Wildcats. A long drive that started at their own 15-yard line. And they've kept it on the ground. Every yard so far on this drive has been on the ground for Axtell. First and goal at the eight. Ball in the middle of the field, maybe a little closer to the right hash on the not-as-wide eight-man field. Marsh wants to throw. Has some pressure, swings it out here short, incomplete behind Stratman at the five-yard line. And it will bring up second down and goal. And it looked like Isaac Walls either turned his ankle or cramped up. He is limping off the field, and Hemley will come in to replace him. Not a lot of depth when you only have about 17 kids suited here. And both teams with a lot of freshmen on the sideline. Second and goal at the eight-and-a-half-yard line. Looks like on that incomplete pass, they lost a yard. (laughs) They spotted it back a little far. Marsh in the pistol. Fakes it one way, gives it to Stratman, has a little hole. Five, four, churning the legs, but he's stacked up there by Alan Schultz and will be driven down. They tried to strip it away from him. They'll officially mark the ball at the five. Let's give Stratman a four-yard gain. And it'll be third down and goal at the five. In the game is Jared Klein. As Gomez 
has taken a, a quick couple play breather. He's actually over here on the bench right now. No one's attending to him, but he's kind of attending to something himself. Can't quite tell what it is, but I know he's had a little banged up ankle. And now the trainer is going to come over and maybe talk to him, see maybe it might be just a little cramping. Nonetheless, third and goal here, Axtell at the Loomis five-yard line. Trying to make it a one-score game. Marsh fakes the handoff, naked bootleg. He is going to get to the corner. He's going to get to the end zone. Touchdown, Axtell. Holding on to the football, who is hit by Levi Asp. And Jacob Marsh, two touchdown passes. And now a touchdown run from five yards out. Cuts it to 30-20. to 20. And now the all-important two-point conversion for Axtell could cut it to eight. And that always puts a little more pressure on the opposing team when it's a one-score possibility as opposed to two. So far, one of two on their two-point conversions today for Axtell. Marsh ran it in earlier on a two-point run. With 2.13 to go here in the third. Line up in that pistol again. Marsh fakes it, wants to roll to his right and throws it. Lobs it in the corner, but overshoots Tyler Danberg. And so it remains a 10-point game with 2.13 to go in the third. It's Loomis 30, Axtell 20 on the five-points bank touchdown. A five-yard run by Axtell quarterback Jacob Marsh. We'll be back in a minute on ESPN. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. What sets Aurora Cooperative apart from the rest? At Aurora Coop, our merchants have the autonomy and flexibility to work with each producer to help them add more value to the bottom line. We're striving to be the best of the best by investing in our facilities, our people, and in the marketplace by accessing new grain opportunities both locally and globally. We want to earn your grain merchandising business. Ask Aurora Coop grain merchant about our early harvest premiums for soybeans and wet corn program. Your farm, your cooperative, your future. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. Doug Tudor, along with our producer-engineer, Billy Thompson, on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. The weekend is here, the Labor Day weekend, starting with some afternoon football in Axtell. Homecoming for the Cats, ready to boot it away is Stratman. It's going to be a squib kick, and Loomis barely got to it. It was the second wave of Andrew Dennis to cover at their own 35. Loomis squibbed it, and the upman for Loomis that it was kicked toward, as soon as it was kicked, he started to break the other way. And the ball kind of went right behind him, and he had no chance to go get it. So a break there that uh, Loomis was able to cover it. Into the ball game for Axtell. Here comes Tom Peterson, a 5'8 sophomore on defense. Stratman going to catch a breather after the kickoff. Takes the helmet off and going to take a couple minutes before he gets back in there. So first down and 10. Go out of the spread again. They will send... In motion from left to right, Abramson, they'll give it to him. He turns the corner. He's got 10. He's got 15. He's into the secondary across the 30, inside the 25, and he'll be brought down right there after a gain of 20 yards for Kale Abramson, and that's his biggest run of the contest. And can Loomis answer right back? This is the key for Axtell. They've got a little momentum. Can they come up with another stop, get the football back? 
Going into the fourth quarter, under two minutes to go in the third, 30 to 20 Loomis. Axtell just scoring on the five yard run by Jacob Marsh. But a 20-yard run, and now ass back to pass from the 25. Has all day. Looks, looks, throws to the end zone. He's got Hamerly, but overthrows him. In fact, he overthrew him so far that it was out of the end zone. When Asp has that much time, the secondary for Axtell kind of loses containment, and they still haven't been able to hook up on a deep one. The longest completed pass down the field, a 20-yarder, then ended up being a 25-yard touchdown for Josh Marcy in the final minute of the first quarter. Asp unofficially 9 of 15 through the air. Brings up second down and 10 at the Axtell 25-yard line. Asp will come under center now, lobby out here man-on-man. They'll pitch it to uh, Andrew Dennis out of the backfield, and he will get a little bit of yards inside the 20, maybe stepped out of bounds right there. About a 5-yard gain for Dennis. And that will bring up third down and 5, first time that they have lined Dennis up in the backfield. Take a quick look over there to the sideline. Emily's over there along with Abramson. Don't know if they got dinged up or what happened. And they'll leave Dennis in the football game. But on third down and five, they go to that spread. Four wide in the slot right usually is Marcy. That's where he's at this time. Asp straight run ahead, and he is not going to get it. Good job by Creighton Kring to hold his spot. A gain of two. It'll be fourth down and three. So Asp wanted to see what he could get on third down, and that way Loomis can decide what they want to call here on fourth down. And coming out of the football game, Alan Schultz, and he's holding that left arm, elbow, shoulder, and he looks like he's in a little bit of pain over there, so they're going to have to replace him. One minute to go here in the third quarter. Loomis 30, Axtell 20, and a fourth and three for Loomis coming up. At the Axtell 18-yard line, big play here for the Cats. Under center is Asp. Takes the snap, fumbled the snap, and he's not going to be able to pick it up, and that will be a four-down give-up for Loomis. Asp fumbled the snap for a loss of two on the play. And taking it over will be Axtell at their own 21-yard line, coming off a score and now can go make it a one-score game with 48 seconds remaining in the third quarter. 30-20, to 20, Loomis. It was 24-14 at the half, so each team with a touchdown and a failed two-point conversion here in the third quarter of play. Into the wind for the final minute here for Axtell, then they'll have the wind at their back for the fourth quarter. And they'll line up in that pistol. Gomez to the right, Stratman to the left of quarterback Marsh. And they'll give it to Stratman, take it back. Marsh, they don't see him, and he's got a first down and more. Outside the 30, he'll get to the 31 and step out of bounds. Well, that may not give him the first down. Looked like he was stepped out about the 32 or 33, but they're going to say it's actually the 30. So a gain of nine for Marsh, and he's in positive yardage for the first time this afternoon. 42 seconds remain. And it'll be second in about a half a yard. So you can open up the playbook if you want, or you just make darn sure you get the first down and do it like you did last time down the field. Grind it out on the ground, and they'll give it to Gomez. Pops to the left side, has the first down, gets five to the 35, and that'll move the chains. But again, that is one of the major stories here in our football game this afternoon. Braden Gomez, who rushed for 198 yards against Arapaho last week, has just 28 here 
in this football game. And this could be the final play of the third quarter as we're inside 30 seconds for Axtell. They look like they could use a little breather too. But they are moving in the right direction, down 10, starting this comeback. Stratman in motion. They give it to him on the sweep. He is going to be hit and fall forward for a couple of yards. Good ankle tackle by Cale Abramson. Isaac Dunn was in there to help him. And uh uh-oh, that was more than an ankle tackle. They kind of rolled up on the fullback, Hunter Stratman, and he is slow to get up. And that will be the end of the quarter after a three-yard gain. Hunter now has 71 yards, and he got 57 of those here in the quarter. We're through three. Homecoming in Axtell. Loomis 30, Axtell 20 on ESPN Radio. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night. And Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals during every Husker and Hastings College game for a pizza and drink special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. And we head to the fourth corner of play here on a Labor Day weekend afternoon. Axtell trailing, but they've got the ball. They scored the last touchdown, and they'll try and make a comeback here on homecoming. First down and 10. Ball into the hands of Stratman. Stays in the game, and he's going to be met at the line of scrimmage and driven backwards. No gain there for Hunter, and it'll bring up third down and eight. By the way, the UNK volleyball team has wrapped up a win in their first game, 25-14, it looks like, over Edinburgh today. They will play again tonight in two more games set for tomorrow. How about Lincoln native Jack Sock today? He upsets the seventh seed Marine Chilich in the third round of the U.S. Open and advances on to the fourth round. He's never been deeper than that in any major in his life, so Sock, a huge win at New York today for the Lincoln native. Back here, third down, and they'll call it about nine. Ball at their own 36-yard line, opening minute of the fourth quarter for Axtell. Out of the eye formation, Marsh sets him down, fakes the handoff, back to pass. He's looking for his freshman wide receiver, throws it underneath, and it's incomplete to Tyler Danberg, who was well covered by Asp and Dennis. Danberg has two touchdown receptions in the game. And now decision time for Axtell. They went for it on fourth down and a little bit shorter than this earlier in this half, and it did not produce a good result. In fact, it gave the short field to Loomis, and they ended up scoring on a 38-yard drive. But down 10, 11 minutes to go. They're going to go for it. A little unsure of the play. It looks like as they break the huddle, you better be sure. And they're going to line up in the pistol. Marsh takes the snap, and he'll quick kick it off the side of his foot. How long did it stay in bounds? Probably to about the 15. The officials were on top of that one, and well, they're not going to quite give him that. They'll give him about the 
18. So it is a 22, 26-yard punt. And that is the first punt that Axtell has gotten away today. They tried a couple of other times but botched the snaps. And so they just left it in there for the quarterback, Jacob Marsh, to quick kick it away. And they'll have to come up with a defensive play. So let's see what Loomis can do. One more score may put this football game away for the Wolves. With 10.55 to go, they'll take over first and 10 at their own 18-yard line. Looks like Axtell might only have seven guys. One, two, three, four, five. Six. They only got seven guys out there defensively. Asp on a handoff, and he runs into his running back. Still a chance maybe for Walls. He breaks one tackle, got to the 20, breaks another one, 30, 35, and he's gone. Isaac Walls danced around in the backfield. Gomez trying to chase him. He dives at the five, and he makes the touchdown-saving tackle at the two. Now there's still some heart there in the Wildcats as Gomez ran Walls, ran walls down, and he'll at least make him get it from the two-yard line. But a 60-yard scamper for Isaac Walls Sets up first down and goal for the Loomis Wolves, and they want to line up quickly before Axtell can catch their breath. Officials get the ball spotted. Asp under center, takes it. Maybe they weren't set either, and they're going to run Asp into the end zone for the touchdown. Levi Asp hustled up to the line, gets the two-yard touchdown run with 10.37 to go here in the ball game, and we finally saw somebody break one. And again, I counted twice. I'm just sure Axtell only had seven guys on the field defensively, which looked like it wasn't going to matter because after Asp turned to hand it off to Wall, he ran right into him, and that stopped everybody's momentum. Isaac had to dance around in the backfield. He shook a couple of tackles, and, of course, once he started up the field, you know what was going to happen. He's already by most of the team. Gomez ran him down, but one play later, the five points bank touchdown here for the Wolves, who now line up to go for two. And again, 16 points right now. Axtell needs a stop, and it's a bad snap on the ground, and they're going to blow the whistle and blow the play dead. They had Hemley lined up as the quarterback because they've taken Levi Asp over to the sideline. He's got cramps in the left leg right now, and they are working on that. So it'll be a illegal formation or false start. They're going to say false start on... Loomis. It's only the second penalty of the second half. So a five-yard penalty on the PAT will make it at the seven-and-a-half-yard line. And you got Hemley in there as the backup quarterback to run the play to his right, Abramson, to his left, Walls. Takes the snap, wants to throw, sets himself. The ball batted down at the line of scrimmage. Knock it down for Axtell is going to be Gomez. And the pass is no good. So it's still a two-score game with a couple of two-point conversions if Axtell can hang in there. Still time, 10.34 to go in the game. Loomis 36, Axtell 20 here on ESPN. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. 
At Aceracare Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Aceracare Hospice, caring for moments that matter. And the kick is away here by Loomis. In to return it is a freshman, Dustin Klingsporn. He'll scoop it up at the 10, work his way to the 15, and that's about all he's going to get, and that's where Axtell will start this drive. First and 10 at their own 15, trailing 36-20 to 20 with 10.5 to go here in the ballgame. Don't forget, coming up tonight here on ESPN, Kearney Catholic, Grand Island Central Catholic on 1460. If you're listening on 1550, you can hear Hastings High and Skyler. St. Cecilia and Wilbur Claytonia on 1230 KHAS. Gibbon and Minden on Classic Kids 98.9. Here comes Axtell with Marsh out of the pistol. Straight back to pass. Trying to set up a screen. Swings it out here to Stratman. Makes the first man miss, but is not going to get a whole lot. Maybe the 18-yard line. Dennis slowed him down, and Abramson made the tackle. And gained a gist of a two and a half yards. I'm going to call it second down and eight. Marsh has slowed down after throwing 7 of 14, two touchdowns and 99 yards in the first half. I have him 2 of 5 for 5 yards in the second half, but that's because they were establishing the run game, which was what we thought they would have to do to win this contest. Second and 8 at their own 17, Marsh to throw. Over the middle, he throws it out here, and it's off the hands of Jared Klein at the 28-yard line. Well covered by Dennis, and that'll bring up third down and 8. 9.46 9.46 remains, 36.20. Loomis, when we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Then we'll pack up, and if any law enforcement agents happen to be listening to this broadcast, please don't bother me on the way to Minden. <laughs> we'll, well, they'll, they'll be waiting outside for me now, won't they? Third down and eight. And Marsh to take the snap out of the pistol. Need to convert here. Has time. Throws it as far as he can down the sideline, and it is incomplete for Gomez as Asp came over to cover. Just ran the, ran the wheel route out of the backfield for the first time here. And now fourth down. And just a bad situation with 9.40 to go. You got to punt it. You're too deep in your own territory. There's still time to get it back twice. But you hated to go three and out there, and they're have had all kinds of problems with the punt game. So now Jared Klein stands at his own seven waiting for the snap. And Loomis looks like they might bring some pressure. From the outside, here it comes. The kick is away. It's a pretty good kick. It bounces at the 30. Asp will take it at the 22-yard line, up to the 25-30. Cuts back 35 and brought down at the 37-yard line. That's a 40-yard punt that time. And Asp is able to bring it from the 22 up to the 37, so about a 15-yard return, and Loomis will take over first and 10 at their own 37, 38-yard line, leading it 36-20 to 20 with nine and a half to go in our ball game. Now the key for Loomis, even though it's not their game, is to hang out of the ball and stay inbounds. You want that clock to run. Most of the game has been use your speed, get to the outside, give yourself time to rest, but go four wide and I'd be 
pretty surprised if Asp didn't hang on to the ball a whole lot right now or just give it off on Chet's sweep to Hemley, which he does. Hemley fumbles the ball, but it bounced right back to him. And a break for Loomis. He's down at the original line of scrimmage. But, I mean, that ball bounced off his chest, and it couldn't have bounced any better right back up to him in stride, and he was able to get back to the line of scrimmage. It'll be second down and 10. And Brian, just his second carry of the game. Not the time to probably break away from what you've been doing, although they have worked on a couple of kids as they continue to do with cramps over on the sideline for Loomis. So you've got Lobby and Abramson to the left. Dennis is the slot back. Abramson is in motion. Fake the handoff. Asp straight up the middle, and he gets a yard before he is tackled by Hunter Stratman. But again, the clock continues to run, and that needs to be the main factor. You want to get the first down, but Asp was headed to the sidelines again. He just didn't get anywhere close before being upended. Eight and a half to go, third and nine for Loomis at their own 38-yard line, leading it 36-20. to 20. Also in there is Brian Hemley to the right side, Dennis to the right. Asp out of the shotgun, takes the snap. Looks to throw, tries to get the first down, looking deep, cocks the arm, lobs it into double coverage, and two Axtell Wildcats run into each other, and the ball falls. Tough break that time for Axtell as Marsh and Bertrand were over there on the coverage on the pass intended for Abramson, and now it is fourth down for Loomis. Stopping the clock with 8-12 to go, and Asp will drop back to punt the ball away. Seems like clock management has been brought into play so much more over the last couple of years, especially with the way the Huskers lost a couple of games last year, that uh, sometimes it gets over-talked about, which we may have done there. And a timeout's going to be called by Loomis before they punt the ball away here. It will be the first timeout of the half by either team, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Member FDIC, 8-12 to go in the game, Loomis 36, Axtell 20. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Fourth down and nine. Should be a punting situation here for Loomis. That's the way they line up. Braden Gomez back at his own 10 for Axtell. Probably won't really give him a chance to return it. Let's see if Asp just boots it out of bounds. Kick straight up in the air. Boy, he doesn't like punting from north to south. Now there's a penalty flag. Whistles were blown before the ball landed on the ground. I'm not sure what this is all about. Let's find out. Flag came down. They're counting how many guys are on the field right now. There are nine guys out there for Loomis. Too many men on the field by Loomis, but Axtell should be able to decline that and take the one- or two-yard punt. Right now, it would be a three-yard punt at the 39-yard line. You can't uh, 
should not have blown the play dead for too many men on the field, and they didn't. So the penalty is declined and a three-yard punt. So when punting from north to south, two punts for Loomis for an average of two yards. When punting from south to north, two punts for an average of 40 yards. And Axtell catches a break. They'll take over with the ball placed just on their side of midfield. And 8.04 to go here in the game, 36-20 Loomis. But Axtell, another chance. They've got to cash in on one of them. They're going to put Gomez out to the right. This could be a double pass the way he's lined up. Now they're going to send him in motion, and we've got a false start. False start on the left side of the line for Axtell. They've done much better as far as penalties. That's their sixth of the game, second of the half. They had three in the first quarter and one each quarter since then, and Loomis as well, after seven penalties in the first half, just one accepted, and that was on the PAT here in the fourth quarter. Move the ball back to the 34. First down and 15 now for Axtell. Wind shouldn't be a factor anymore. It's under about 10 miles an hour, it looks like, here in the cove at Axtell. Gomez in motion on the jet sweep and ready to wrap him up immediately, but can't quite make the tackle. Then getting up, Jared Blinko and got him the second time. Blinko just slid down him, and then Gomez, after he got away, decided to cut back, and Blinko got up and made the tackle anyway. And it's going to be a gain of about two, second down and 13. Second and 13 here for the Cats with seven and a half to go. And Axtell comes up to the football. Double tight end. They'll put him in the pistol. Marsh back to pass. Looking, looking. Throws it down the sideline for Stratman, and he can't catch it. We have got an incomplete pass. Down here, and it looks like a flag sailed into the Axtell sideline. I thought maybe that was just the Axtell student managers messing around. It was so far off the field. But it looks like maybe they grabbed Stratman as he made his move up the field, which would be defensive holding and not pass interference. So let's see what the call is. Well, it's a sideline warning on Axtell. So a sideline warning. It looks like maybe the official coming down the sideline tripped or ran into one of the guys. So basically, that's just a warning. If it happens again, then you'll get a penalty that's assessed. So instead, it's an incomplete pass, and it'll bring up third down and 13. But Axel just hasn't been able to move the ball since getting the five-yard touchdown run from Jacob Marsh with 2.13 to go in the third quarter. Need to get a first down here. On third and 13, Marsh back to pass. Under pressure to his left, tucks it up, 35-40, 35-30, and he is very close to the first down, and he's going to have it. They mark him out at the 29-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 14. He needed 13. Good job by Jacob Marsh to get where he needed to go. First and 10 for Axtell, and they are at the Loomis 30-yard line. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Coming up, we'll have the final stats, a recap of the game. Scoring continues with uh, two and a half hours into our game and still 7.22 to go out of the pistol. Marsh, back to pass, has time, throws it out here in the flat, complete to the freshman Danberg. He'll be tackled at the 19-yard line. Don't think he got out of bounds, and so it'll be right at the first down marker, though, and they're going to blow it and call it a first down. They say it is a first down. So a first down for Axtell, give him the 10-yard gain and move the chains, and Axtell's ready to go as soon as the ball's 
put in play. And the center, Nate Lundin, snaps the ball. Back to pass, Marsh. Looks left. Everybody's covered. He's going to have to run. He's got a lot of room to run, but he chucks it up for Gomez, who caught it. Touchdown, Axtell. The third touchdown pass of the game for Marsh, a 20-yard strike to Gomez. And I'm sure you could hear the guys here in the press box like me take off and run. There was nobody there. Marsh could have ran it probably all the way to the end zone. Gomez had already taken the two defenders with him into the end zone. But the touchdown pass is good, and now the all-important two-point conversion can make it an eight-point game. Again, they've only converted one so far. They're one of three and need to put one in here to cut it to eight. They'll go out of the pistol and put the backs out a little farther right and left. Here comes pressure. Marsh rolls left, starts to run, and he is going to be grabbed by the sleeve, throws it, but was he across the line of scrimmage? They're not sure what to call. They're going to call it good. They're going to call the PAT good. They are looking to see if he was across the line of scrimmage or not. They're still talking about it. Marsh was headed to the end zone. They grabbed his shirt sleeve, and he couldn't go any farther. And so he switched hands and threw it, and the two-point conversion is good. So with 6.45 to go, or 6.51 to go in the game, it is now 36-28 in favor of Loomis. We'll be right back. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They're now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Axtell now lines up to kick it off, and they will kick it deep. Asp waits for it, takes it at his own three. Up the field now, turns to his left at the 10, and he's hit at the 15, and he is dropped by Braden Gomez, who's got a little extra energy after that touchdown. And Axtell is in business. Loomis better find a way to get a couple of first downs here because Axtell has turned the tables. It took them some time, but they just kept moving, kind of kept rolling the rock, rolling the rock, rolling the rock, and finally... They got it to the edge, so it would go downhill. First down and 10 at their own 15. Loomis hasn't had bad field position much today, but not very good right now. 6.39 to go. Asp under center. They'll go back to the power look. They don't even have a wide out. Fake the pitch, hand it off to the fullback, and nowhere to go as A.J. Skaggs comes in and rips down the running back, Isaac Walls. Walls is going to lose a yard on the play. Walls had the big 60-yard run that set up the last Loomis touchdown in the first 90 seconds of this quarter. It'll be second down, called 11 at their own 14. Loomis still up by 8, 36 to 28. Asp under center, lobby out to the right. They have not 
Went to him much. Now they'll go with a little bubble screen to him. Complete. He gets to the 15, and he is hauled down by the shoulder pads right there by Tyler Danberg. And he's able to throw him out of bounds. That stops the clock. So a one-yard pass, and it'll be third down and 10. They are going to run the clock, though. They say that he was tackled inbounds. Okay, so they'll move the ball on the near hash here to the Axtell sideline. Taking their time. Do they play conservative, or do they chuck the ball down the field? And the Axtell crowd getting into it finally here with their team down eight. Four wideouts. Ass pass time. Two-man rush. Wants to send them deep. Has time. Throws it as far as he can, and it's going to be in and out of the hands of Marsh trying to go for the interception. It was underthrown. Kale Abramson. It was a different kind of pass pattern there. Really, the two wideouts to the right side, which is where Asp rolled to, ran about a three-yard hook, and then they just stood there. And he's saying, go downfield. Finally, Drew Lobby did, but it was too late, and he chucked it way down to midfield, and lucky that it wasn't intercepted. But now a punt again, and Asp stands at his own goal line. They haven't had a lot of luck punting from the north to south. Trying to get set up here is Asp. There's the snap. Again, not much of a rush. Gets a decent kick. Hangs in the air. Fair catch called for. Fumbled. And it's still loose, and Loomis covered it. It's covered by Loomis at the 39-yard line of the Wolves. Gomez looking up into the sun, wanted to make a run. He made the wild, uh, the fair catch, and it just slid off his fingertips. The fifth turnover, first of the half for Axtell. And Loomis will take over at the 39-yard line. And I believe that was Abramson that covered it again. If I said the wrong number, I apologize, but I believe that's who jumped on it. So the defense has to come up again here for Axtell. With 5.15 to go in the game, 36-28 Loomis. Out of the shotgun and a false start here. Going to be called on the right slot for the Wolves. So illegal procedure is a five-yard penalty. First and 15. But now what does Coach Reese and his crew do over there? They want first downs, but they have to keep that clock going. Axtell has all their timeouts. 5.14 to go. They have not scored since the 10.37 mark, but the last couple possessions have not done a good job of running clock either. They spread the formation again. Now trips to the left, and Asp is just going to take the snap and run around the 40 into Axtell territory, stacked up at about the 36-yard line where he will be brought down. Good gain on the play after the penalty of about 10 yards, maybe 11. It'll be second down. We'll call it five, a 10-yard run for Levi Asp, unofficially 64 yards on the ground for Asp. Walls had the 60-yard run, so he leads them with 89 yards. Abramson has 59. 5.07 to go. Yes, they signal him out of bounds over there, so the clock is stopped. Direct snap to Asp. Headed that way again and shoved out of bounds. This will be fine if Luma scores from the Wolves' standpoint, and it should be right on the first down stick, and that will move the chains. A five-yard run for Levi. 15th first down unofficially for Loomis. First down and 10, Loomis at the Axtell 31-yard line. 5.03 to go in the game. 36-28. 
14-6 Loomis after one, 24-14 after two, 30-20 after three. And now as close as we've been since the end of the first quarter. And now Asp is going to line up as a wide receiver, and they're going to have Hem- uh, Abramson take the direct snap. He's just going to roll it to the right side. Back inside the 30, breaks a tackle, goes left, 25, and brought down near the first down marker at the 21-yard line. Going to be close again here for the backup quarterback, Abramson, and they do give him the first down. A 10-yard gain moves it to the 20. 4.54, get it spotted and roll the clock here. And Loomis doesn't want to hustle up to the line of scrimmage too quick. Got to use some clock. Again, Asp lines up as a wide receiver, and now Walls takes the snap, and he'll run to his left. Stays inbounds as he dives inside the 15 to the 14. Six-yard gain, running a lot of wildcat here, taking a chance on good center quarterback exchange by putting some different guys back there. 420. Ball at the 15. Second down and five as the Wolves come up over it. Split out wide to the left again is Lobby. This time taking the snap is Andrew Dennis. He's going to run to the left. All Axtell, and they get him behind the line of scrimmage this time. At about the 17, it's going to be a loss of two. Clock continues to run. Third down and seven for the Wolves. They've got an eight-point lead. The one thing for Loomis is right now they can't lose on a score by Axtell. Worst that could happen is tie the game. So they're kind of putting the brakes on right now. 3.30 to go in the game. 36-28 Loomis, third and seven at the 17 of Axtell. Now Asp is back there in the shotgun. Waits for the five-second count. Sends Dennis in motion, takes the snap. Follows Dennis, but coming through is Stratman behind the line of scrimmage and trips him up. Stratman came through untouched and made the ankle tackle on Asp who may have cramped up again, and he wants to come out of the ball game after a loss of one, maybe a half. We're going to keep it at fourth and seven. And they'll go for it, but let's see if Loomis just runs it all the way down and calls timeout. We're under three minutes to go. Loomis has two timeouts remaining. Axtell has all three, and that's what Coach Reese is going to do. He's going to take as much time off the clock as he can. With 2.44 to go. And if they can make the stop, then Axtell will get the ball, have all their timeouts, and a chance to tie this football game up. So Loomis will call the timeout, stopping the clock with 2.36 remaining in the football game. A fourth down and seven coming up for Loomis at the Axtell 17-and-a-half-yard line. The score, 36-28 Loomis. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. Welcome back to homecoming here at Axtell. The Wildcats trying to find a way to come back from 16 down 
They were down 30-14 to 14 late in the third quarter when Marsh took it in with 2.13 to go. Each team has scored here in the fourth quarter, 36-28. 2.36 remains in the game. Loomis has it fourth and a long seven from the 17-yard line. Asp out of the shotgun with the spread formation. Sends Dennis in motion left to right. Rolls that way, wants to throw, looks for lobby, lobs it to the end zone, and it is deflected away. Incomplete. Tyler Danberg, the freshman, slaps it away, and Axtell gets the ball back. And they finally have the ball here with a chance to tie the game in the second half. All their timeouts, 2.30 to go. They can do anything they want offensively right now. Run it, throw it but they have to score and get the two to tie this football game up. Stratman to the left. Gomez to the right. A little different formation this time. Marsh will take the snap. Here comes some pressure. Swings it out here. Stratman makes a nice catch and gets out of bounds at about the 22-yard line. It's a short gain of about four. It'll be second down and six. Marsh has completed his last three passes for 34 yards, including a 20-yarder for a touchdown to Gomez on their last drive. Remember, Axtell forced Loomis to punt, but then Axtell fumbled the punt return, and they had to stop him again. Second down and six at their own 22. Again, some pressure. They'll throw it out here. Wide open is Tyler Danberg, but the pass led him too much at the 31-yard line. Somebody got crossed up in coverage there for Loomis, and they're talking about it. And that'll bring up third down and six. Still trying to work against the five defensive backs, really. You can call them linebackers, but they've got their five speedsters in there with three down linemen. Marsh, low snap, steps up, throws it out here to Klein. It's tipped and intercepted by Walls at the 30. Back to the 25-20, 15-10, all the way to the house. Touchdown, Isaac Walls makes it 42-28 with 2.12 to go. The sixth turnover in the game for Axtell, and that will be the story this afternoon. Isaac Wall with the 30-yard interception return for the touchdown. And now a chance for a two-point conversion. And kind of as crazy as this game's been, I wouldn't officially call it over quite yet if Axtell can get some kind of a kick return. But that may have sealed the deal here for Loomis. So they'll line up to go for the two points here. Taking a long time to do it. They're not up to the line of scrimmage yet, and there's five, four. They're not going to get, well, Asp sets them down. Quick snap, back to pass. He wants to throw to the end zone. Lobby got caught up over there with the defensive back, Jacob Marsh, and the pass is no good. But a five-points bank touchdown defense this time for Isaac Wall, a 30-yard interception return with 2.12 to go. It's Loomis 42. Axtell, 28. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. 
There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow. Whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Loomis ready to boot it away. Expect a deep one here from Bonzoff, and he kicks it high. It's fairly short, taken on the run at the 16-yard line by Stratman, 20-25. Good job of coverage there by Bonzoff and Dennis to make the tackle out around the 28-yard line. As both the return men for Axtell really wanted to catch that, they haven't had many opportunities to return it. And they were both headed up the field. So we've got 2.08 to go. And Axtell is going to need some magic here. Down 14. But again, not impossible. And if something happens here in the next couple, three plays, they've still got all their timeouts. Have a chance to, even if they wouldn't get an onside kick, to stay in it. Odds are long, obviously, but we've seen stranger. Gomez splits out wide to the right. Stratman back to block, and we have got more motion. Illegal motion on Axtell. That's been the majority of their penalties today. They did have one block in the back, but the rest of them are five-yard penalties, seven for 43 here this afternoon for Axtell. So that will bring up first down and 15 and move the ball back to about the 23-yard line. For Axtell, Loomis needs one more stop to officially put it away. Marsh out of the pistol. They send Gomez in motion. Fake the handoff. Back to pass on that wheel route. Looking to go for Gomez. Double coverage incomplete. Down at the 25-yard line. And they'll line up and try it again. Loomis doing a good job of keeping an eye on Gomez. They know where he's at. They know where Danberg's at. If anybody else can slide open, maybe Klein, maybe... Stratman, I'll tell you what, if Stratman catches one in stride, he's going to hurt somebody. I mean, he's going to run you over. He's not afraid of it. But you can tell he's worn down. He has had a long game both sides of the ball. Second and 15 at their own 23-yard line. Marsh will hand it to Stratman. He'll run it 25, right side, 30. Cuts back 35, and he's upended just before the first down marker by Asp, a 14-yard gain for Hunter Stratman. It'll bring up third down and one. And Axtell's going to go ahead and burn a timeout right here to stop the clock. 149 remains in the game. Loomis 42, Axtell 28. Third and one, Axtell at their own 37-yard line. When we come back, this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com couple of six-man finals from earlier this afternoon. It was Elwood 64, Elba nothing. And Walt Hill rolled up Red Cloud 71-12. to Here it is, 42-28, Loomis leading Axtell with 149 remaining in the football game. 
Got a third down and one coming up here for Axtell at their own 37-yard line. Out of the pistol, Marsh takes the snap, hands it to Gomez around the left end. He'll have the first down and stretch to the out-of-bounds marker, and he will get out, stopping the clock with a gain of five yards there for Braden Gomez. Market at the 38 with a minute 43 remaining. We'll have a quick New West postgame show. And again, it's went Loomis's way basically from the opening kickoff. They kicked off to Axtell, and Axtell fumbled it away on the first play, one of six turnovers for the Cats here today. They're still in it. Marsh back to pass. Here comes pressure over the middle. Complete Stratman at the 35, 30. And he's going to be right at the first down marker. This all depends on the mark. It looks like he's short by a yard. A gain of nine. And that keeps the clock running. Second down and one. Can Axel get up over the ball quickly? Minute and a half to go. Trying to get set. And now that it's taken so much time, they don't have to just run it forward for a yard. They can go down the field. And now Marsh waiting for the ball to be ready to go. Takes the snap. Back to pass. Everybody in a pattern out here to Stratman overthrows him. Stopping the clock with 106 to go. And that'll bring up third down and one again here for Axtell. Going to be some tired boys out here. We've had a lot of plays run on this side of the football. Both sides, Loomis and Axtell, have run a lot of offensive plays. And now Axtell is going to use a timeout with the clock stopped. 106 to go in the contest. Second timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. 42-28, Loomis leading Axtell. We're down to a minute six to go. Third and one cats when we come back. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Looking for a dandy three-hour football game here this afternoon. It's been competitive, but Axtell's been playing from behind all afternoon long. 42-28. to 28. Loomis leads it by 14, a minute six to go, but Axtell has the ball. And we're waiting for the big man, A.J. Skaggs, to get that helmet snapped up. Now we're ready to go. Third and one at the 29 of Loomis. Marsh takes the snap, a little low, in some trouble, and he's sacked back at the 35-yard line. After the bad snap, he tried to hand it off to Stratman, but by that time, the play was busted, and the final timeout will be used here by Axtell, but a loss on the play of about five yards, and that is the fifth sack of the game for the Loomis defense. We're just going to go ahead and keep it here and to kind of start our post-game show brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Here are the stats for Loomis. 
Cale Abramson had 10 carries for 69 yards. Brian Hemley, two carries, four yards. Andrew Dennis, two carries, three yards. Isaac Walls had eight carries for 95 yards. Drew Lobby, one carry, negative two yards. And Levi Asp had 20 carries for 69 yards. Asp had two touchdown runs and a touchdown pass. Also, Walls and Abramson each had touchdown runs. Eight penalties for 82 yards against Loomis. They punted it four times in the game, had one turnover. Now fourth and six coming up here for Axtell at the 34-yard line of Loomis. Have to convert or this one's over. Marsh back to pass, three-man rush. There's a hold called. The pass is incomplete, and that was a hold that the flag's going to be on. It'll be declined, and that will be virtually the end of the football game. Uh, For Asp today, he was 8 of 12 in the first half. He was 2 of 7 in the second half. Looks like 86 yards through the air for Levi Asp. For uh, Axtell, I had Braden Gomez, 14 carries, 35 yards. Hunter Stratman had a big second half, uh, had 14 yards in the first half, and ended up with 14 carries for 85 yards. Jacob Marsh, the quarterback, was sacked five times. He had nine carries for 17 yards as Asp takes the knee. And the official throws the flag. We do have a young crew here. We will tell you that. So if you want new officials, they got to start somewhere. And they're going to call offsides here on Axtell. Don't want them jumping over there trying to knock the ball out of the hands of the center. 56 seconds to go. And Asp will take a knee. He'll have to do it one more time. Uh, we told you Stratman, 85 yards, Marsh, the rushing. So unofficially, that's 120, 137 yards rushing uh, for Loomis. 138, 130, 238, approximately 242 yards rushing for the Loomis Wolves. And for Marsh, he threw for 99 yards in the first half and about 44 in the second half. Asp will take the snap, kneel it, and that'll be the ball game. Final score, the Loomis Wolves, 42. They go 1-0, and the Axtell Wildcats drop to 0-2 as they put 28 points on the board. We'll be back to wrap things up right after this timeout. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals during every Husker and Hastings College game for a pizza and drink special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Back at the New West postgame show. Let's take a look at our Osara Care moment of the game. And Isaac Wall had a couple of big moments. Not only did he have the 60-yard run that set up the two-yard touchdown run by Levi Asp early in the fourth quarter to go up 36-20, but he secured the game with a 30-yard interception return with 2.12 to go 
to make the final score 42-28. to Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care. We've run down the stats already for you in the game. I had Loomis with 16 first downs, 17 for Axtell. Now let's take a look at the uh, wrap-up, scoring wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. 8.43 to go in the first quarter after a fumble on the first play of the game from Axtell. It was a 10-yard run from Isaac Walls. The two-point pass was no good, 6-0. Then Axtell tied it at 6-6 on the first of two touchdown passes from Jacob Marsh to Tyler Danberg, 6-6 with 3.30 to go in the first quarter. And then with 102 to go in the first, Levi Asp hit Josh Marcy on a 25-yard touchdown. Asp with the two-point run, 14-6 at the end of one. Then a bad snap on a punt in the end zone resulted in a safety in the first minute of the second quarter, 16-6 to Loomis. A 37-yard touchdown pass from Marsh to Danberg. The second time they hooked up, Axtell's two-point conversion run by Marsh, 9.07 to go in the half, 16-14, and that's as close as Axtell would get the rest of the game. With 3.46 to go before the half, it was Abramson, Kale, taking it in from three yards out on fourth and goal. Lowby took in the two-point run, 24-14. That was the score at the half. A 38-yard drive to start the third quarter on Loomis's first score. A nine-yard run from Asp made it 30-14. Jacob Marsh took it in from five yards out with 2.13 to go in the third, cut it to 30-20. to Then after that 60-yard run by Wall, a two-yard quarterback sneak by Asp, 10.37 to go in the fourth, 36-20 when the two-point conversion was no good. A 20-yard touchdown pass, the third of the game from Jacob Marsh, this time to Gomez. The two-point conversion pass was good, 6.51 to go, 36-28. Axtell had a couple more chances but couldn't convert. And then with 2.12 to go, Isaac Wall, the 30-yard pick six, making the final score. 42-36. 42-36. And that's your wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. That's going to wrap things up. Don't forget, we're 30 minutes away from pregame. Skyler at Hastings on ESPN 1550. Kearney Catholic will be at Grand Island Central Catholic on 1460. St. Cecilia, Wilbur Claytonia on 1230 KHAS. And we're off to Minden for the Whippets and Gibbon on Classic Hits 98.9. Again, the final score... Loomis 42 and Axtell 28. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Axtell will travel to Pleasanton next week, and Loomis will be on the road at Ansley Litchfield. For our producer, engineer, Merritt Lawson and Billy Thompson, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for listening, and good night, everyone. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com. Season is better than that. College football, welcome.